Comics, episode 36 of The Platformers. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Chris Shriver. And I am Martin Galazza. Welcome. This this is a video game and culture podcast. We're just a couple of your friends that get together every week and talk about good things like video games and movies and comics and new consoles and all kinds of crazy stuff. We're and not 12. We will, we will inevitably... Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. And of course, we'll inevitably devolve into random tangents like that one that we just went on. And then Chris <laughs> got us back on track. This week, we're going to be talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, Neo, Logan, Nintendo Switch, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and a whole lot of other stuff. So let's go ahead and get it started by kicking it over, as we always do, to my man, man, Chris. Nope, psych. We're taking a left turn. We're going over this way. Follow me on this adventure. We're going over to Marty first. Hello. Oh, hey. What's up, Marty? What's up, what do you? you have to talk about us at <gasps> towards, well, in, around, under, through, all the prepositions? How about directly underneath? Directly. What do you have to talk to us underneath this week, Marty? Uh, <laughs> that underneath sounds, a console that, that was released that we might, well, yeah, that we might be spending most of the time on. And so, like, we'll it's see. like, hey, Marty, do you want to do, like, the one thing that everybody else is not doing? And I was like, I do, because I'm actually a hipster deep, deep down. So I... I mean, I think you wear it on the surface. Look at your yeah. hairdo. It's, yeah. hey, it's, it's very gorgeous, fashionable. Right? Thank you. It's so incredibly anyway, fashionable. Plus, you've got the well-manicured beard and I, things and like that. And we didn't just spend 20 minutes talking about vinyl. We did. We definitely did We definitely did. We did. And I'm okay oh, I was thought. I thought we were denying it. I no, thought we, we were did. trying I'm, to throw people off the trail. I'm, I'm, buying a, okay. I'm buying a turntable. What up? Anyway, so Horizon... Uh, I'm, I am the last bastion of modernity Ooh. before we fall back into... the. Modernity is great, but <laughs> you, my plaid like, legit, is way Let's talk cooler. about this. Let's talk about this. Your freaking hippie, like hipster roots, and, like Chris and Marty. You are like two steps away from owning a freaking farm in Pennsylvania. I mean, and Chris is even closer. <laughs> I was gonna say, Chris how dare you? I work for a farm college in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, he's there, dude. He's there. You're one step. You're like one step away from being a Quaker. I lived in. All your I lived behind stuff. a farm in Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. growing up. I think working at a farm college is more hipster than working at an actual farm. That's like, pretty, I think that's, that's one yeah. step further. <laughs> so I take it so seriously. Education is the most important tool that we have, guys. We really need. I don't to, know why you're using that. In a, our uh, youth ironic are the voice, seeds of our country, <laughs> and we must yeah. grow them as such. <laughs> Everything y'all are saying, I'm I'm pretty on board with. I'm not sure if this is still irony or like, are we just giving our actual political views at this? Well, okay, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that Quakers are the bad guys. Or, I think you that's know. exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just funny because we're, it seems like we're going back in time so far that like pretty soon we're just going to be living on communes. You well, like so that. hold on, right, there's a pretty good span of time between like. <laughs> Them coming in on the Mayflower and somebody <laughs> dropping the first 180 gram vinyl. The first, the first fat beat on vinyl. I'm, I don't know I if mean, it was all a fat I'm beat, saying, but it was a all I'm saying is pretty soon you're going to be asking me to bring out my dead and telling me that you didn't vote <laughs> ding, for the king. Ding ding. <laughs> Y'all got some. Uh, what it's going to be the called? Middle Ages? You're going to be throwing your you're going to be throwing your poop buckets out the window into the alleyways between the streets. <laughs> I mean, because that that that's, happened that's in the normal, same right? decade. So listen, <laughs> oh. I got one of those bring me your dead cards. I've been playing video games. Don't worry about the cards. Horizon. Yeah. I don't know if there are any dead cards. I haven't seen them yet. There might be. Mm. 
That was the worst way to get it back on topic, but we nailed it. That was an awful, awful segue, Listen, but I'm, I'm going to allow it. It's like it's like a segue that accidentally like was at a mall, and there was a mall cop on it, and then it like drove off a cliff. But that Oof. cliff was really just an escalator, and the mall cop was like mildly injured. That was our segue. I'm so, going to agree, Marty. You did just Paul Blart mall cop too. I that. did. I did. I did. But Horizon's good enough to where we can just we can wing it. Okay. Chris, well, there we go. For some unknown mysterious reason, has not really played much Horizon. That's odd. For once again, why. some unknown reason. So I'm all it's very strange. I am. I am blazing this trail because nobody else is playing Horizon. That's not true. Pants did. It's good. He he platinumed it. Mr. Pants, shout out to you like once a week always on the platformers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to like any of our listeners. Hey, what's up? So Of course. Thank you for listening there. Horizon, I worked on Saturday. I had a busy week. Still made time for it, which is unusual for me. Um, if it's not Overwatch, I'm not making time for it. So hmm. I'm loving this game. I'm probably like 25 hours in. I spent like a good mm. like six hour chunk on Sunday and then like hour a night, pretty much every other night. Um, the story is... is absolutely stunning um it's evolving in ways that i I wouldn't say predictable but it's not like unimaginably creative but it's doing everything right which is enough like it's more than enough you know what i mean like it's it's getting every beat perfect um now so i'm I'm on i feel like after and this isn't getting too heavy into spoiler territory because this happens I'm not that far in the game. I certainly so. hope not, because I eventually plan on playing. This yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Yes, and, exactly. I, and I'm I'm not far in the game at all. But I would think the way that they set up the story when you're in the mountain. Yes. Um, that's the story. Yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of you're like you're kind of playing the bit where you're like, okay, I can tell something like me as a person in 2017. You know, something went down. Yes. But what was it? Like, but you can kind of fill in some of the blanks yourself because yeah, of... Yeah, it's like, we know Aloy doesn't kind of thing. Right, um, right. Which I like. I like that kind of storytelling because I feel like I'm helping the character rather than right. just, like, being there. You know, I'm like... Yeah. I'm guiding her, which I really enjoy. Um, I think it's cool. I, I like that kind of storytelling. Um, but it's, it's like you said... Dramatic irony. <laughs> yes. Without getting too spoilery, it's... Um, it's introducing new mechanics still. Not, not really, like, new mechanics, but it's introducing, like... We, we said there was, like, 15 uh, machines. There's, like, 24. Like, there's a lot of machines. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's, like, new stuff consistently, new enemy types. There's, like, giant electrical birds. and that. Well, they're not electrical. They're cold. But, like, it, it's, it's really cool. I, I'm loving the machine types. I'm loving the variety of mechanics. The storytelling is absolutely amazing. I like the diversity. I like the... Was that a pun? No. Did I about the one? variety of mechanics? No, it wasn't. After fun. talking about robots, I'm not that smart, but thank you. Okay. Um, I, I always give you the benefit of the doubt, Marty. No, <laughs> missed opportunity. They call that one. Um, but yeah, just pushing forward with Horizon, it's it's a ten out of ten. Like it deserves every ten out of ten that it got. Um, Did it get tens? Yes, it didn't. Like it got like nine point something on IGN. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it, it's it's the the blogs and the other sites that gave it yeah. ten out of tens, which I and I know we don't we don't really rate we don't care things yeah. on a on a scale. No, nope. but I, I'm with I like I see why certain people didn't give it that score, but for me in my gaming like sphere right now in in my yeah. 
little bubble of of delicious, delicious RPG light games. It's 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 great. It's everything awesome. I wanted. So I'm still cool. super jazzed for um, Mass Effect, which comes out like a couple weeks, twenty first. Yeah, but like yeah. it's coming it, up pretty quick. This game is is perfect in its own way, and I can tell it's not going to be Mass Effect. So I think I was really like trepidatious about playing Horizon and jumping into Mass Effect. Like mm. ugh, I was like, yeah, ah, too many RPGs. But I I think that if you have a PS4, you need to own this game. Like that's bottom line. Like. Everyone needs to own this yeah. game. So, yeah. without diving too deep into anything else, and I'll I'll talk more about it after I've beat it and hopefully kind of have a little more spoilery and opinions-based, but the mechanics are great. The weapon... Ten seconds on the weapons. They do things that are, like, innovative enough, but don't feel, like, thrown in, and I, it's so good. Like, there's, like, the Tripcaster, which is super interesting, and then they do, like, the... Uh, I, I can't even remember. It's the gun that you see in all the trailers where it, like, shoots them and then hooks them to the ground. Like, oh, right. that is the most rewarding thing. And I love that you have to, like, be smart with it when you're taking down, like, these giant machines. So I would say that, like, the most fun that I've had in this game is playing with being, like, an assassin taking out, like, a machine. Which is weird because that's not how it, like, feels. But when I, like, run up on... Um, um, just like one of like the T Rex thing you see in the trailers, it's yeah. it's like okay, cool. This will kill me, like instantly. How do I plan out this like elaborate way to take this thing out? And so like I don't know. It's fun. So it's like every battle is like a Ocean's Eleven heist. Yes, to- totally. Like it, it, it's not Assassin's Creed where like oh I'm an assassin and by assassin I mean I'm gonna jump in and stab everyone in the back. One shot. Yeah. yeah. It's like I have to plan every part of this out like i have to like get it to run into like a log trap or or get it to you know well i mean that's what that's what being a hunter is like trip on this yeah totally yeah when you're hunting things that are big so that are dangerous yeah it's cool it's very cool so i think that's my my favorite part other than the story obviously i'm like huge in the story so i just kind of wanted to flush it out because it deserves some deserves some love so for sure for sure yeah that's definitely I want to say that's highest on my list of games to play that I'm not currently playing. Yes. So that's probably the next thing on my to buy list. Um, it needs. I to mean, be. depending on depending on how long it takes me to to uh, to beat the games that I'm playing right now, because I I don't know if I could go straight to Horizon if it takes me long enough to beat Zelda that Persona is out. I don't know. I don't know. That is like that's like a what is it? Sophie's Choice. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad, but it's up there. I mean, although, although neither that of those was a games pretty heavy film, but yeah, <laughs> we'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, it's a ga- it's a gamer's choice. Yes, I don't know. I can't it's Brian's choice. You can't you can't segue between Catch choosing somebody 22. making somebody choose between which one of their children gets to live and which game to play first. Like, you it's can't. Kinda, you, you it's really the same. Can't. It's the same decision, really. If you think about, it. I don't know Horizon <laughs> or my firstborn probably go with horizon yeah. at this point yeah oh man yeah it's, you know. stone cold stone cold okay so um so are we are we doing the movie now or do we want me to go with my uh with my final review first Shout about neo okay so i beat neo this week yeah and let me tell you took me 68 hours wow to finish um but keep in mind that was me going through and 100%ing everything did you totally. get the platinum so no. Okay. No, there's there's a lot more to it than just 
getting like because there there are collectibles there the Kodama that I've told you about before there are like little random bosses that you can that so, you can do and basically just finishing all the main missions and submissions is what I did oh okay so that's just main mission submissions that's doing not like every collectibles main, that not that's doing not... doing every main mission and submission and getting all the Kodama okay yes it's doing it's doing all of that but, I also finished okay. uh, all but the all but four of like the um, item like special missions like basically if you increase your skills in a certain thing to a certain point you can unlock like a special mission in the jojo where you can unlock new abilities and skills and stuff Mm -hmm. um so it's not just like borderlands or diablo where like you can just go down the talent tree and at a certain level or whatever you just unlock it like you actually have to if you you level up your own Mio magic to a certain uh, to a certain degree, and then that unlocks a mission in the dojo where they have you use only magic, and you have to beat like a number of bosses or like a number of enemies or something like that. And if you can do it, then they're like, okay, you unlock this like extra awesome talent for that. And there are things for that for every weapon, and also for ninjutsu and uh, and magic. Gotcha. So, so I did a couple of those. I didn't do all of them because I. I don't know. I didn't want to put the time into that because I, I'm not super invested in that. Like I've kind of settled into what I want to use. And so I don't know. I don't know if I'll platinum it. I, I really want to play more because after you beat the game, you unlock a new quality of gear that you can get, um, which is divine, which is, it's just playing better than all the other gear. It's right. awesome. Fair enough. So, so basically I just wanted to say um, the final area in this game uh, is awesome, and I love the way that it's all put together. Um, the story is cool. I really enjoyed it. It's not like it's not like a Last of Us or you know, or like anything like that. It's not some. They're not going to turn this into a movie. I mean, probably they. I mean, they might. I mean, who knows? But um, like, it's not like some Oscar-winning thing. It's if somebody wrote it down, it's not going to get a Pulitzer, like for sure. Gotcha. It's just fun. It's just fun. It's just a story about a guy chasing um, another guy who stole something from him and trying to get it back. And like, then he gets caught up in this political intrigue in Japan because both uh, Kelly, the guy who stole his basically spirit guardian, and he are from England. And they're both in Japan getting caught up in like the crazy political struggles and stuff. And, and demons. Uh, yeah. And, and totally demons and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. Um, the optional bosses towards the end are freaking super nuts because they take um, four of the hardest bosses in the game and make you fight two at a time. And it gets it gets freaking pretty brutal. So those, those fights are really fun. Um, also, they do New Game Plus in a better way than the Dark Souls games do. And I know that I sound like a broken record just saying, like, Neo is basically just Dark Souls, but better in every way. But it, it just kind of is. Yeah, totally. Like, it in the Dark Souls games, when you beat the game, uh, in the original, it just kicked you into New Game Plus and you could never go back. Uh, in the subsequent games, you could decide to go to New Game Plus, but then even after you went to it, you could never go back. Uh, in this game, once you beat the game and decide to go to New Game Plus, you can switch between them at any time. You just hit square. Mm. Weird. And then it switches It switches between, like, so you can go back and 100% all the original stuff if the, if the New Game Plus is too hard for you. Uh, it's called The Way of the Strong. And I just, I really like that. It's just very, it's like a more approachable version of Dark Souls. Uh, it's not as hard as Dark Souls. Um, but in this, at the same time, I think it's actually more fun uh, because the fights are like really interesting. 
and the way that things kind of work together are really interesting. Um, I like it a lot. I'm a huge fan. Um, I am just going to go out there and say I think Neo is one of the best games you can get on PS4. Nice. Like, just straight up. This is... This... If you like... uh, If you like high-quality, deep, third-person action games with an interesting story that... It's it's like Dark Souls, but they also added all the best parts of the Diablo three loot and crafting system. It's like if that doesn't huge. sound awesome to you. Like I don't know, I don't know who you are <laughs> and what you're into, but <laughs> I mean, it's like a combination of like a ton of my favorite things, yeah. and it executes all of them well. Like it, there's not really the only gripe I would say is like I could have you. There are like a couple of different types of yokai enemies. Like, there's your regular one that has a sword. There's your one that has an axe that swings it around. There's your ninja one. And then there's, like, just amped up versions of those. There's your cyclops. There's, I don't know. There's, I I would have liked more varied versions of yokai or maybe not seeing the same one so often. But you also see a lot of samurai and ninja. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe this is just what it is. But I never got bored. Like, I always enjoyed each level because they were all, they're all different. Except I, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of cave stuff. I could have maybe hung out in a f- fewer caves. Gotcha. But yeah, but like in a game like this, like the fact that that's the extent of my complaints against it, I mean, speaks yeah volumes. I think yeah, it's really fun. And uh, and even as I was going forward and playing other games like Zelda, which we'll get to soon enough, um, I was just like, man, like half of me is like all in on wanting to play Zelda, and the other half of me is like, dude, I kind of want to go back and play some more Neo. So that's if huge. you're in for that sort of a thing, like get it that game is freaking awesome so that's about all i have on that good that's glowing from you so it's yeah so uh ladies and germs uh how about we talk about a movie Ooh, yes so this week we all watched logan which is the wolverine movie rated r and if you haven't change. seen it's stabby mcstab fest 2017 oh yeah yeah. it is very violent very violent and uh and gory maybe not gory but definitely um gruesome yeah yeah for sure so uh so yeah if you have not seen logan uh and you care about spoilers you should definitely skip ahead to 4219 and uh then you will avoid all the spoilers that are about to happen. So uh, if you're going to stick around, know that we are about to spoil Logan in three, two, one. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember Rip the one time that he died? Everyone. So, so, okay, was it just me or did you guys cry in that movie? Oh, because yeah. I totally, like three times. totally did. Yeah, I did. Like three times. So hold on. Before we even get into that, I want to talk about this movie like as a film. Okay. Um, okay. It's... Easily, since, like, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rise, like, since the Nolan Batman movies, it's the first superhero movie to, like, grab my attention in that, like, in the, like, aside from the first, like, five minutes when he's, like, beating the crap out of those guys when he's, like, super drunk, um, you're watching it, and, like, when they're in, like, their compound area, and they're, they have all those, like, like, the shots in this movie... And the shots like, are the freaking sets, great. Like the set design, like yeah, you feel like you're watching a real like Oscar level movie. Yeah, like the cinematography yeah, this is, is a film. The, like, yeah, it's like not, it, it is a film. A Marvel, it is not a like, campy Rollins. Marvel or yeah. X Men movie. No, um, and it's it's great. It's this so not, refreshing. This is not to be able to see this that. Is not X One. 
with with Wolverine flipping off Cyclops after he goes through the metal detector. Yeah. This is an X3 with like all the ridiculous stupid stuff. Like <laughs> very descriptive, but I mean I agree. I mean, it's just it's like, hard to remember because so we've blanked out that movie. Yeah. yeah. In your and mind, it's, not, it's just it's, it's like not, Men in Black. It's not Apocalypse because I can't compare it to that because I never saw Apocalypse. Apocalypse is terrible. Like I saw it before Logan. I was like, I have to see this movie. Like this is the next one yeah. in the series. And then at the end of that movie, I was like, oh, cool. I didn't need to see that movie. And that movie was terrible. And then the, the, Logan is like, like you said, since the Dark Knight like trilogy. And I would say even Dark Knight Rises isn't like on this level. Like this is a better. No, movie it's than not. Dark this Knight is Rises. a. This is definitely a better movie than Rises for sure. And it's better than Batman Begins. Like this is on par with with Dark Knight, yeah. In in my opinion, and like yeah. this is th- it's, it didn't it's have... such a it's such a different movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even compare them. But see, that's where I differ or I disagree because like I think that this is the movie <sighs> that you can compare them to because you I have like quality. A, a, I think quality wise, yes. Even even like theme, they're very similar thematically. Like you have oh, less man, of like yeah. less. Okay, everyone's seen. I, Suicide I basically. Squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wrote down all the things that this movie is about after I got out of it. Because totally. I was in, like, I was, like, depressed for, like, a couple of hours yeah. after this movie. Oh, yeah. And I, I looked down, and I was like, okay, so this movie is basically about growing old, death, family, loss, depression, mental disorders, militarization of, like, armed forces, genetic manipulation, uh, manipulation and forced gene therapy. It's yeah. about, like, all of that stuff. Yes, like serious freaking issues. Very and and, and I, like I just want everyone to know that like my last comment. Everyone's seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna finish for like eight seconds just because that was super weird way to abrupt it. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Everyone's seen Suicide Squad. Let's talk about real issues. Um, <laughs> they they do the thing in Suicide Squad, and this is not a spoiler. Nobody cares anyway if it is, but they're <laughs> they end the world right. Every everything is about yes. the world ending. Which and is it, so dumb. Logan is about nothing, really. Like, it, it's, it, well, about it's about so much, but it's about getting one person to the place where they need to be. It is a story about characters. And, like... It's about it's about somebody who doesn't think much of himself being shocked out of his stupor to save some kids that are in trouble. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's a very small personal story. It's about it's about coping with fatherhood. It's about coming to terms with the fact that you can't stay separate from the world. You can't be withdrawn from the world as it goes to hell, no matter how much you want to or think that's for the best. Totally. It's about being an agent for change in a time where the uh I mean Maybe not innocent because I don't think anybody would say X twenty three is like super innocent. But, but that's not a fault of you know. Of course, of it's her not. own. It's something it's, that was forced on her. But yeah. it's like you know when people who are in it to an extent helpless are being oppressed and being persecuted. Like yeah, it's about a lot of real things, and it's 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 the exact opposite of Deadpool. Like, it's, it's just the exact opposite movie of Deadpool. Deadpool is all about, like, let's just have a good time with this and, like, just, like, see but, how yeah, But even Deadpool has, has parts be. that are, like... Like, there's a reason he is... That, I mean, obviously, the reason that he is that way is because his personality gets all well, messed yes, up. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is, like, about, yeah. there is the, the plot where he's in the relationship with that girl and that gets taken away from him and, like, he's yes. obviously, like, ruined by that. So, like... 
Yeah. If anything, it's you look at. And I'm the, not saying I'm not saying that the, the one is good and the other is bad. I'm no, saying no, no. I know you're not good, but in totally different ways. Right. And really, what you have is two people that, not that they're in the same situation, but they're in situations where they're they've experienced some form of loss. Right. You've got Wade reacts very differently to things than and that's the uh, thing. Than Logan, does. you have two. Yeah major major changes between how these two people react and deal with it yeah and what deadpool what, what logan about it yeah and, and what logan, logan has is. that deadpool doesn't is he has that father figure yeah um in patrick Which, stewart that is constantly like being trying to be that voice of reason and it's just like in one ear at the other let's jump into some of that because like at the like the onset of this movie is logan like waking up drunk in the back of a limo that he drives which is super yep. depressing. Like this dude was a yep. superhero getting yeah. like beat up for a minute by like a bunch of dudes getting like, you know, pretty messed up and then like losing his mind and like turning into getting, Wolverine and just get, yeah. Ending people like the opening so scene good. of this movie is so, so good. It set the tone so well. Cause like I was, I was going in and I was like, Logan's going to be Wolverine. And like, he wakes up in the backseat of a car that he drives and I'm like wait what is this movie and then he like <laughs> starts to get beat up like the first thing is he just gets wait shot a in the second, chest wait a second bleeding. wait a second hold on what I we're just holding on thought I just thought about something oh interrupt my point did did one of the guys <laughs> kick him in the nuts when they were beating him up I don't know uh, why I don't know why I just had that I just had like a flashback to X-Men 1 when he was in the cage match, and they were like, "Whatever you do, don't hit him in the balls." And oh, they did, yeah. and then he just ended that guy. I, I don't know if that <laughs> happens like, or not. Maybe, no, maybe this is a false memory, but I feel like maybe I have a memory of one of the one of the the like gang guys kicking him in the balls. I don't and think then he this just, is like. like I don't think that would be a little. <laughs> it would, yeah, no, I like that. that would be, okay, don't make me at angry. The opening of the show, we <laughs> talk about like tangents. <laughs> there you go. Tangents that are sometimes funny, sometimes weird. Sometimes, Sometimes Brian. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't even think there's no way that it was like that was like, oh, look at this clever callback. Like, dude, dude was hands on his head, getting kicked well, okay. and hit with a bat. No, bottom line talking. is Let they were shot. saying, hey, remember this guy that you used to hold to such a high standard? Yes, I mean not the highest yeah. standard because he is, but still you know, Wolverine. But guess what? Yeah, <laughs> he's drunk in the back of his own vehicle limo like, that he drives. Yeah, because he like. That's what he does, and now. that's his life now. Because he needs and, money. And by the way, the moment where the moment where the bridal shower is in the back, or the like, the bachelorette party is in the back. Yeah. And the girl like flashes him, and he just kind of like, he's like, he's a cranky like dude, but yeah. he like even like laughs and smiles, he, like, smiles and like and shakes, shakes his, his head. head. Yeah. And stuff. I love that moment. Yeah, that was no, great. It's and then so he's like good. trying to help him get out of the car, and he's just like, they're just like blasting past him yeah. and stuff. Oh. There are a lot of good like character building moments, and yeah. I think that they pay off so well in this movie because we know him. Like Hugh That's... Jackman is Wolverine. He's been in like what five or six movies? More than that. As as that? More than that. Uh, you know, it's like it's like X one two three, the Wolverine, uh, X Men Origins, uh, Days of Future Past. The other Wolverine movie. He's in Apocalypse. He's in Cameo, and he's in the other Wolverine movie, and now Logan. Dang. That's yeah, so nine movies. Um, but, like, I, that's that that was the point I was trying to make back there. Way back, you know, before the ten. Sorry. No, you're fine. Was, like, this... <laughs> you were saying character-driven movie. I'm, I'm 100% on board. Like, the fact that he has the father figure that you were mentioning, Chris, that's why I liked this movie. 
Like seeing Pat Stewart. Yeah. Seeing Professor X because that's who he was. Yeah. Lose, yeah. like lose his mind. Like yeah. The first time you see him, that was hard for me to watch. Yeah, dude, me too. Like he killed. Like obviously Patrick Stewart, amazing actor. Like he yes. he perfectly portrays that. Like. And, and it's to the point where he portrays a dude losing his mind that has psychic powers. Where he's like, yeah. he's like, try our new chicken taco at three ninety five. That or whatever. was like, nuts, by the way. Yeah, like he was, do- he was like tapping the into radio. like a freaking Taco yeah. Bell commercial. Yeah, and like and that, that like that's so crazy. And then like the seizures and like he either has like Alzheimer's or some degenerative brain disease. Like that's so yeah. real. Like I love that relationship. And like. All Logan wanted to do was buy them a boat and leave. Like, he was just like, yeah. I just want to go. And then Patrick Stewart dies, and he probably shoots himself. Like, in, yep. the, first, like, in the first, like, 20 minutes, they find an ad- or whatever the guy's name is, that the uh, only part okay. that I don't Okay, can, can we like. talk about this for a second? Because I heard they, they said his name, like, 20 times. I still don't know what it is. It's like Calib... Cali- it's Caliban or Caliban yeah. or Calabad or what? It's, it's Caliban or Caliban. It's Carlsbad Caverns yes. or like freaking Calamite the Dragon. It's Wheatley. Or like- it is Wheatley. Yes, yeah, it's it's Stephen Wheatley. Merchant. It, yes, it's Stephen Merchant, and he's great, and he's awesome, and I like. And he him plays a, lot, a good but role. Like, but it's it's yeah. it's it's memorable because like who he is and what what role he plays. But it's like the character is just kind of weird, and I do appreciate that they weren't like. Looks Cyclops or Storm. It's like yeah, it's some random dude, Logan and and Professor X. Like I loved that. Yeah, and like Magneto yeah. didn't morph in and move some metal. Like nobody. Like it was just them. And I, I really this wasn't about that. the Brotherhood of Mutants. No, this wasn't about any of that. This wasn't about Dark Phoenix. No. This wasn't about any of that stuff. It, it was, was about just about Logan like, and X twenty three and Professor X. And like this, this the part that. I mean, parts, I should say, that really, really tied me to this movie are are the parts of, like, Professor X and Logan just talking and Professor X, like, throwing throwing some curse words around and just being like, yeah. this is an R-rated movie because we wanted the right send-off. Like, yeah, it was about the gore, yeah. but it was also about, like, being able to have these really high emotional, mature themes and, like, have or X-23 like the be humor. who she's supposed to be. Or, yeah. So yeah, much dark like, humor. Like there was a moment in in one of the commercials where you know they were talking about like we're you know we're on this road trip and it, you know she's eleven I'm effing ninety and I'm just like yeah like yeah it's not an ideal situation yeah. at all. <laughs> like, Wolverine is obviously sick and and having the two realizations that we had like in the when when he gets taken to like the to like the little small town doctor. And when, like, when he realized that he is able to heal himself, but he's almost like choosing not. Well, so this is what I wanted to ask you guys about. No. What is the deal with that? What do you mean? He talks about how in the beginning of the movie, um, Professor X says there's a poison within you. You need to do something yes. about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then later on, he's like, I know what the problem is. And I think he says that it's the adamantium is finally yeah, getting he does. to him. Yes, he does. the adamantium is poisoning him. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. Professor, I think I think it's like like highbrow movie, right? Where they're like, oh, let's throw in some themes. I think Professor X is talking about like the emotional poison inside of him. Right. Yes. And well, no, I mean, I mean, and obviously I, I got is. that. Yeah. And it was more. I was like, like okay, but clearly poison. something is wrong because like yeah. he has he regenerative has powers and they're not working. So yeah, he has like yes. tons of scars. Yeah. Which he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have those. Yeah, and he like. He gets shotgunned to the chest, and it takes him days to heal. Yeah, like he can yeah. still keep going, but it's not—it's not easy. Dude's got a limp. 
Like for yeah. the whole movie, yeah. he's got a limp, and like they he, do he fights through it, but. Like, I gotta say, like, whoever does, like, hair and makeup in this movie, like, they did such a great job at making him just yes. look freaking awful. Like, he yeah, just looks haggard. Yep. so haggard. And by the end of the movie, there's, like, nothing left of him until he yeah. takes that shot. But, like, they're, like, he is just so and dismantled. And you see X-24. And X-24 is so X-24, like, and I was clean just cut like, and And I, and I was like, and, okay, so this is definitely computer generator or something. No, that's just how he that's normally just looks. Him. Yeah, it's yeah. just him. That's just how he normally Him, looks. Shaved head, ball, and a little bit of stubble. Yeah, yeah. And dude, that dude's that dude is forty eight years old. <laughs> like he's he's ugh. he's he's in better shape than any of us have ever or will ever be. <laughs> yes, by far. And like, dude, he like he kills it. That that I think was my favorite part of the movie when Professor and it's so bittersweet. But Professor yeah. X comes to terms with like who he is, and he's like, "This is the best night I've had." in such a long time logan and like he's like i just sit, and then sat here and then he and then he talks about how he remembered how he remembers everything. yeah and he uh, and killed yeah people like he lost his I, I, his mind in 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 manch in the uh x-men mansion in in new york and killed people like and i'm well, assuming okay, that wolverine lasted through it and i love that they well, yeah, don't yeah, force feed you the, they're like they don't figure force this out. and they leave it open. But yep. from my interpretation, the reason that they're that at least until you find out what happened with the company later, the reason that there aren't any more mutants is because, like we saw in the old, like in the what was it in X two? Yeah, when when yeah, Stryker makes when he his was, son. Do yeah, that. when yeah. he he focuses on him and stuff like that. Like basically, we find out that Professor X just killed all the mutants. Well, mm. see, and I that's, don't know if that's, that's what I got out of it. I don't know if it was that. Like I don't know if it was world scale. Or if it was local scale, and like they, you take out the X Men, right? Who's going to defend the mutants? And then you have corporations and people that have, the government you know, and the government that's been fighting mutants. Well, and this whole we time find, create something, and like, we find out that they put th- later in the movie. And this is jumping yeah. ahead a bit, but we find out that the company who has created these mutants has also put stuff in the food that suppresses mutant genes yes. from appearing. So there are still mutants. But their powers aren't manifesting because it's there's stuff in the water, there's stuff in the food, and there's all that sort like of stuff. the the beverages that they have, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very, it's like, it's it's all it's kind of like anti-establishment in a lot of way. Oh yeah, like there's ton of like politicizing in this in this movie, which I I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Like it's cool to oh, see yeah. a director's vision come through. Um, it works. It works really, really totally. Well. And um, I I just wanted to finish up on that on that scene where. He yeah. opens up at everything, and then you find out that it's not Logan. It is Logan, and I'm sure that Professor X knew that it was Logan, not the real Logan. And yeah. he gets stabbed, and um, X-23 gets taken. And and the scenes, the, there's two scenes after that that really, really grabbed me. It's when they pass each other. X, X-24 doesn't touch Wolverine, and like they just look at each other, and, and Logan has to make a choice. And he's like, do I, have yeah. to, do I go after, like, in, in what's essence my daughter like not by choice but my daughter or do yeah. I go save my dad and yeah he, and he goes up the stairs he chooses his dad and I thought that was so real well that and, and then the moment when he picks him up and he's like it, I swear it wasn't me like that's you know, the second this part is that's me. what yeah. I wanted to bring up he yeah he's like that wasn't me it wasn't me and he's just like that that's what he he's just says. trying to get that he through wants to him. him to know that he would never do that and like yeah that, that's where I, that obviously I cried oh but, my like, god yeah I yeah. was yeah and and it also hurt so bad because X twenty three just saw this guy that she was starting to like. I feel like kind of you know first of all, 
super the, sad about well, Charles because she was so attached to him. Well, and, and this is the first just, other person to actually like, other than the nurse, like yeah. who actually accepts her as a human being and not just this experiment. Yep. And you know, yeah. actually gives her a a little bit of love and care, and he just passes her by, and he's just like, whatever. Yeah. I have to deal with this other person I, now. I love. I love that, Chris, you complimented somebody for treating uh, her like a real person, and yet every single time we've referred to her, we've referred to her as X-23 and not Lara, which is the name I think she I know. in the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, but Lara's not like a real name. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It can be. Whatever. But like, yeah. she is X-23. But yeah. like, she's, Who yeah. is she in Marvel vs. Capcom? <laughs> she's X-23. She's X-23. That's yeah. right. There you go. But, no, uh, you're right. Lara. <laughs> but she, she, first of all, actress, amazing. Oh, Absolutely she was great. Um, and did and we, not anticipate her speaking Spanish. I thought that was awesome. We're like, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, she for sure. drives him to the hospital or to the, like the clinic, gets him in, and then like she's like, "Thanks," and she's like, "De nada," <laughs> like out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> which I thought was cool. Um, going yeah. back to like the farmhouse scene, which was obviously traumatic. Like everyone dies. Um, yeah. the fact that like the dad runs over X-24. It's not Logan that, like, finally defeats him. It's, like, this guy that Logan caused these things to happen to. Yeah. And, like, not necessarily Logan, but, like, obviously he wanted to leave, but I think that, like, it was just such a sign of, like, everything they were going through. And then he, you know, shoots X-24, like, eight times and then turns the gun on Logan and tries to yep. shoot him. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's so, like, telling of of what this guy is because he's not... He's a hero, but he's he's not a hero. And obviously yeah. the anti-hero at this point is getting kind of played out, but it's still not, especially with well, like Logan. Well, he's a also seem I don't think they were playing to the anti-hero. They are. No, they, I think if anything, well, if anything, he's looking at this he's guy like, and he's understand. like you were the reason yes. that my yeah. yes. my wife and my kid are dead. Like died, if yeah. had you not been here, they'd be fine. And like yeah. I got to be pissed at somebody. I got out of it that like okay, there's another you that just murdered my whole family. You have claws like, sticking out I, of your hands. Can I trust can I, you? How can I trust you? Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I think it's, that's what I got out I of it. I don't know. I, I definitely got what Chris got out of it. That's what I was saying. Like, I think that it's it's really telling it and really, like, it's it's, play, it's playing into the anti-hero thing very well, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm totally okay with mm. it because Logan does mess up things. He cuts people's arms off and he doesn't, like, <laughs> I don't know, before, like, nobody died in X-Men, like... They were all, you know, it's all fine. Like you're, you're immobilized. Your feet are frozen. Whatever. Like, but this is like, no, you're done. And like Logan just doesn't have that like regard for human life, which is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and and they definitely play with that, which I thought was really, really, really cool. Um, one last thing I, I, I wanted he... to mention before you guys like, I'm sure you guys have okay. tons to say, and I've been talking a lot, but I thought the way that they played the fact that it was the future was awesome. It's 2029. And they don't beat you over the head with it. They have things like um, the the most noticeable was like the cars looked a little different, but the, his limo was the main one. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was there was other things on the road that looked a little different, but and like they like went. Well, to and there's the fact that like all of the like all of like that's the what freights. I wanted to call. Yeah, you, I'm I'm bringing them up, and you guys are nailing them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just not make a point today. It's fine. But like the self driving trucks, I thought were one of the coolest things because it's like that is just something that would be there and it's happening right now so it's like yeah. it's not like everyone's flying around in spaceships it's like weird a few things have changed yeah like a few noticeable things the end that's yeah. the future 
Like that's how yeah. it how it goes. I, I thought that was really well done and definitely played into the story that I thought was it was cool. Yeah. That kid's iPod was way too thick though. Like can we just talk it about was. that for a second? He also <laughs> lived on a farm though. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. Like, like, maybe it's like get yourself a, a new iPod, iPod from like that decade. Come on now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, he can't afford to go on a road trip. He had like so the first know. gen iPad. Anyway, he did. He did, which yeah. was like at that point, it was like forty years old. It was like the U two edition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was his cool. dad's when like he got it brand new. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot. The, the he goes full circle and becomes. I don't, I don't know. He never. Logan never really becomes the man that he wanted to be, and that's part of the tragedy. Um, but at the same time, he does kind of step out and do one last thing to kind of set things right as much as he can. And that's, I think that's one of the things that they're saying in this movie is that that's all we can really do. Yeah, what end. you can. Yeah. yeah. And like, so I. Yeah, especially with somebody who is like his actual flesh and blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he dies, like he's yeah, he straight dies. The the very end where she goes back, she moves and she picks up the cross and puts that. Oh God! Turns it down, turns it down, puts it as an X, and that's the second time I cried. God, like when she did that, like, like I don't know how you can talk about this movie without like really bringing into like light the way that that relationship played was so great like better than so many on-screen relationships that i've ever seen between like a child actor that's exactly that's exactly how a relationship with logan would go yes like and we know that that is how it would be yeah i think that i like comic book movies so much not because they're comic book movies really but because we are in these these universes that are created for us and we yeah. get these huge events that happen and, and have repercussions. Like well, this you're able movie to... is only good because we know who Logan is. Yeah, you're able to see like the sprawling character development, and not even if they develop as a character, but you're able to see them fleshed out to a point where you fully understand who they are. And I think Logan yeah. is one of those characters that it's... like one of the few that like you can really, really get. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the one of the reasons I think is because there have been so many movies. It's basically like watching a miniseries or like a or like a couple of seasons of TV. Yeah, like except these, like, you these know, have like multi We're spending a lot budgets. of time. <laughs> like, yeah, and, yeah, and we're spending a lot of time with these characters yes. in that way. And I think the more that we do that, like it's a lot easier to get attached to him than say Johnny Storm from the first Fantastic Four. Yes, you know what I mean. Except Captain America is the best part of. Well, one of the best parts about Marvel, so I'm okay with Johnny Storm. Yeah, I mean, I because he's Captain America. <laughs> Wolverine is the best for me. I feel so. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm more Marvel, but this movie is better than anything they've done as a like as a piece of film history. It's better than anything Marvel's done, in my opinion. I still enjoy some Marvel movies like as much or better. Like Guardians is just such a fun, amazing yeah. movie that takes me on so such a great journey. But like, yeah, it's like Logan, Deadpool. yeah, exactly. But like Logan, I'm in there and I'm like buckled in, crying. Like I'm not crying during Guardians of the Galaxy, and like sad stuff happens. I'm not crying, but like in Logan, I'm just like hold my tissues. Like, and everyone <laughs> yeah. else in the theater is doing the same exact thing. So it's like, 
it's it's totally totally a different experience that I think so many uh, nobody's experienced this yet. I think we're really really fortunate to like kind of be going through this movie and and where we're at. Yeah. Even with stuff like Star Wars, like I think Star Wars is a direct like a direct cause of, or direct result, excuse me, of Marvel making a cinematic universe because now we're getting more or less a Star Wars cinematic universe. There's things like Rogue One. There's things like um, the new Han Solo story where like you don't get that in yeah. normal cinema. So I'm just I'm True. so on board and ready to see where this goes. Uh, but yeah, but Logan was amazing. That's that's where I'm yeah. at. Where do you, I was just gonna say where do you guys see or wherever you want to see existing um, comic book franchises? Where do you want them to go? Like so if they're if they're looking at Logan, they're like R rate and Deadpool R rating. This is what they got away with. Um, this is the kind of story they got to tell. Like, not that it needs to be like this real raw, nitty gritty kind of story, but like, some, what character do you think would benefit from that? I like this. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like hearts being broken, right? In the game, in the card game, hearts. Like once once you've played <laughs> okay. hearts, now everybody can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Like it's like it's like it's like Deadpool did R and did it well in this way. Now Logan has done R in this other way and did it really well. So now I think it's okay to do that. Not everything needs it or would even necessarily benefit from it because like they're going for more of a mass audience appeal with like the Avengers movies. So like I don't think the Avengers. Well, no, and I'm not. And I don't R. think they would. But what's up, but, Marty? But like they could, you know. So I'm like oh, I was just yeah. Um. I'm with you. I'm so with you with Avengers. Like that needs to be where it's at because that's, and that's what, what I mean. And that works. Yes. I'm more saying that so works. Something I think that everything. We seen yet. I think DC needs to scrap everything, take ten years, five years, whatever, and do this, or just like yeah. really, 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 really renovate because like they're going for can't. these really, really mature themes with a PG-13 rating and like cartoony characters like the Joker, like. Like Heath or Heath Ledger, sorry, um, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto's Jared Joker Leto. in an R movie would be like five times more scary. Like if, yeah, if he like well, if he just to be fair, it would be things. because he's not scary at all. So. No, that's what like that's what, <laughs> he's, he's unnerving in like a ha 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 way. But like if he but was like since it's PG thirteen, he's also him, on a leash. Yeah, yeah, right. If you're laughing at this guy though, and then he like I don't know stabs somebody with a pencil in the head, like that was a turning point, right? Like, you mean like with Heath? Ledger's you want to see a magic? Period? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, oh, okay, cool, we're on. And like, you can't do that with these movies. I mean, even Batman versus Superman was so, like, you have these heroes that are like poster boys for like PG in a way. Like, uh, well, Superman. Superman. I mean, Superman. Yeah. For sure. And then you see, yeah. and then you see Batman, which is like, could get a hard R, and then you put yeah. the two together, and it, it's just it doesn't work in it's movies. It's weird. So I think they really DC could benefit way more than Marvel, but I also think that I mean, more than it could anyone be better if they played into it. Yes, like in a different way. Yes, more than anyone that could benefit from this, though. I think it's Fox with X Men. I think the the main thing, especially when you talk about like Batman v Superman, is that you need to go all in or none. Like, yeah, the, part of the problem with that movie was it couldn't make up its mind as to whether or not it wanted to appeal to kids or teenagers or be us? serious or yeah. appeal to us like yeah. it wasn't sure what it was logan is the perfect and deadpool are the perfect examples of movies that like and I'm, I'm not trying to say that any of the marvel movies aren't fully realized they totally are the point i'm trying to make is that they went you know what this is the kind of movie we want to make this is what we need to do to do it and this is the story we're going to tell 
let's go with it and see what happens. Um, yeah. It's just a shame that DC can't do that for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sad. That is legit the biggest bummer to me in this whole situation because all I want, like, Marvel is making movies that I really enjoy, that I have a great time in, but DC has always had the characters. So I just, it just, it just bothers me. It's like we get Dark Knight and I'm like, yes, awesome. We get a version of Bane in, you know, Dark Knight Returns. You know what I mean? We like we get those and then it's like okay, Man of Steel wasn't great. Like that's Yeah, it was fine. It's okay. I like Man. And then of like, Steel. okay, Batman versus Superman is like Yeah. All right. And then Suicide Squad is like ugh. terrible. No, Suicide Squad's like <laughs> <laughs> and then, like I watched, and then I watched the trailers for Wonder Woman, and I'm like, uh, "This could be cool." And then I watched the thing for Aquaman, and I'm like, okay, uh, "And it's like, <laughs> like, uh, and like the I I love Superman, I love Batman, I love the Flash. Like Green Lantern is like one of my favorite superheroes ever. Like, and uh, uh and, like, they pick a good guy for it in Ryan Reynolds, but then the rest of the movie is just, uh, no. Yep. No. Totally. Come on, guys. No, I'm with you. And and I just, I I don't understand how, like, and I know that you're trying to differentiate. Like, there, there, there are different ways to compete. Like, you look at Xbox versus PlayStation, they're tr- or you look at Nintendo versus PlayStation versus Xbox, you have to differentiate yourselves if you're trying to, you can either do you can do one of two things when you're competing. You can do what your what your competition is doing, but better, or you can do something different. And they're doing they're not trying to tackle what Marvel is doing, which is making lighthearted stuff, which would totally work for Superman. Which is why I think Superman Returns is a better movie than Man of Steel. And Brandon Routh is a freaking awesome, like. Uh, Christopher Reeves-esque Superman. Like, I love him. He, like, totally channels that bumbling fool aspect of it that I think it works really well. Fun fact. And so in that... Real quick. Yeah. Did you know that movie's supposed to be, like, an extra hour and a half long? And it's not. They cut it. There's, like, this it, whole... It's all the stuff... Thing about, like, him... It's all like the him, stuff him going to his planet. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Anyway. Man, I would love to see that, like, extended cut. Like, extended director's cut of that movie. Because I like it. And also, having uh, that dude is... Kevin like, Spacey? Super, tonight oh my god he's so good he's so good i think you're the only person that's ever said that tell me tell me yeah most people say say it i know you want to say it to put it in perspective superman will stop you no like i got that movie at a five below on blu-ray when blu-ray was new Ooh, <laughs> like I, solid choice fine. there. <laughs> that's fine, and everybody can say what they want to about that. But he is a great Lex Luthor, and he's a great. This actor. is the hill. He's a great Superman. Like this is the hill you're gonna you're gonna stand on here, Ryan. I don't care. Is this is the hill. Superman Returns is better than Man of Steel. I wow. don't give a crap who disagrees. I mean, with me. I'm not gonna get. I don't care. I'm not gonna get into an argument with you, but I will tell you that I would much rather watch Jarrell any day of the week and oh all God, that kryptonian I stuff that guy. <laughs> i can't stand that guy anyway okay his and cells will drink the sun like, or what is it his cells Zod will drink the like radiation the- of the sun yeah i don't even okay know he it's- he did a pretty good he did a pretty good brando but 
Zod was a garbage actor. Like, let's, let's, he's like fine. Him. He's okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's crazy. He's totally. He's good totally enough. Anyway, we are way, <laughs> way. We are like seven tangents off we are. the main thing. So here's what you're going to do, Brian. Those are our thoughts. Those are our thoughts about editing. Logan. That's great. I'm not going to edit this out. Are you kidding? No, no, this no. Is what I'm saying, what I'm saying is just be like, hey, guys. So we got a little off topic here. <laughs> Everything going forward. We're not spoiling Wolverine. Yeah. All right. Just edit so that anyway. clip in back there. It'll be fine. Uh, that's not going to happen. But anyway, oh, so th- those are our thoughts. Those are our thoughts about Logan. Logan is freaking awesome. Go see it. It's 10 out great. of 10. Um, you're giving out a lot of 10s, Marty. I feel like you're being too fast. I just say 10 out of 10. No, dude. March 3rd was like the best day of... Well... The, the best day that's happened in a while. We got a DuckTales trailer. The new... Um, oh, my God. What's his name? Oh, I don't my God. Know. I don't know, dude. Zelda dropped. Switch dropped. The new Ed Sheeran CD dropped. Um, Logan dropped. Dude, by the way... Was that the, the day way, that they released the... Uh, weird... Lord? The Lord song well. came out. Yeah. Weird fact, out of all of the out of all of the people and I know the I'm going to get last for this for sure. But out of all the people that I have had people tell me I look like Ed Sheeran is two. one of them. Ed Sheeran is one of them and Brad Pitt's the other one. You don't look like you Brad don't look Pitt. anything you look like, like Ed Brad Sheeran. Pitt. You, you definitely look like, look like Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. No. You definitely yeah. do not look like Brad Pitt. No. No Brad when Pitt. I, Apparently from behind. There was I no. was in a I was in a uh, no. I was in a Trader Joe's one time. Like, no, legit. I had a hat. I was in a Trader on. Joe's in California. You're in Trader Joe's in, in California. Joe's. The person was probably high. <laughs> that sentence could, you could start out that sentence and be like, it was, somebody told me I looked like Brad Pitt. I no. Somebody legit walked up to me and said from behind, my girlfriend and I look like Brad and Jen. No. And no, I was absolutely like, not. I was like, okay. No. But you have to keep in mind, you have to keep in mind, I was like This was Fight Club, Brad 15, Pitt. I was like 15 to 20 pounds lighter. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you have like a hat and a hoodie on? So let me <laughs> no. let me go off and no. say I've been and this mistaken. Is not me trying to, this is not me trying to compliment myself at all. Like I'm just telling you what has been told me. Although the Ed Sheeran thing has been a more recent thing that people have told me. Who's Although the guy that plays Iceman in uh in X Men? And he's yeah, in Quantum Break? Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh um, frick. We all know who yeah. you're talking about. So I've been yeah. told I look like him, and I've been told I look like Seth Rogen. You look like Seth Rogen. No, no, no. You look like, you look like Chris Pratt. All right? you, and Chris Pratt. I've been like told Chris I look Pratt. like Chris Pratt. You look like yes. if Chris Pratt and Seth Rogen had a kid. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you look like uh, Chris Rogen. Chris Rogen. Or I mean, his first, yeah, you can't say Chris Rogan because that's his actual name. It just makes it sound like <laughs> him and Mr. Rogan decided to tie the knot. <laughs> So anyway, uh, hmm. yeah. Seth so, Pratt. Uh, let's so let's so let's move on from Seth Pratt, or uh, yeah, yeah, the Seth, Seth Pratt, Pratt love child. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the Wait, thing that hold everybody on. is talking. Brian, about. are you saying what? you want to switch it up? Oh, I Ooh. do. You know, I do, Chris. <laughs> All right, so I'll uh, I'll catch you guys later. Peace out. Okay, so let's do a quick rundown. Um, Let's do a quick rundown of the hardware, what we think of it, all the things like that, and then we'll get into games uh, later. We, we played a number of, of games that came out uh, with the launch of the Switch, but first, let's get into what we think of the hardware. Um, initial impressions, Chris. What do you think? So, I love it. I definitely do. Um, it is much smaller and lighter than I had anticipated. Yeah. The Joy-Cons 
while attached to the system, feel very good. I don't mind them in the Joy-Con grip, but I would rather. Um, I I don't like I don't like the Joy-Con grip. Yeah, I'd rather play also it... Also known as the dog ear controller. Right. I'd rather play it in portable mode or with the pro controller. Um, I still haven't been able to find one. Oh, that stinks. Uh, all the places around me are sold out of everything. They're sold you can out get of most of them online. They're sold out of pro controllers. They're sold out of screen uh, protectors and things like that. Jesus. Um, yeah. So I still haven't gotten one of those. Um, I, I didn't want to, like buy one and have it shipped to me because i i wanted it like now yeah yeah i wanted to have it to to talk about when we were talking about this but i wasn't able to make that happen yeah which is unfortunate um but yeah um i really really like it the there are a lot of people that are out there that are grousing about the fact that it that it isn't as playful and musical and peppy and like childlike wonder like the 3ds and the wii u menus i think it's that fine 100 bunk um, the UI is light and snappy and quick and responsive, yeah. and I don't give a crap if it has music with it. Honestly, because I'm it, because it works. I'm afraid of what's going to happen as they start to add other apps to it, <laughs> because right now it runs so well. Um, as yeah. far as you know, snapping between the eShop because you know that's really the only place you can go is like eShop album, yeah. the games. That's pretty much it. The news place, the settings, the news, yeah. friends. Um. But, but it's as so they, good because basically, if you, if you guys haven't seen the UI, it's basically just like the, if you've seen the PlayStation Four UI, it's just a line left to right of like a bunch of games and programs, and then immediately below it is a row of like all the stuff you need to access. There's the news, the shop, and stuff like that, and it's just all so easy with with one hit of like up or down, you can get to your profile, or you can get to all of your settings, or you can get all that stuff. Everything's exactly where it should be. Um, purchasing things like you don't have to click through 12 okays like you did it have to on, no on it's 3DS. and you can actually it's have the so setting easy. where you sign in once and you're like okay i don't want to be asked for a password every time i sign into this every time i go to buy yep. something every time yep. i want to confirm my purchase like that's how bad it was on wii u i'm gonna be honest and straightforward and say something that might be bold and might strike some people off balance and they might fall backwards into a big tub of water or a toilet that's open too wide but I think that the Nintendo Switch UI is better than pretty much every other UI a console has had. Um, I, 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 would I would agree with put, that. With one exception maybe being the, maybe... The PS3? May, no, I was going to say maybe 360s. But I was a big fan of the Blade system on 360. Not the original one. The, I didn't, the one they yeah, implemented I later. Have, uh, I didn't have the Blades. Okay. Um... um yeah, but I I do want to say one thing about the hardware that I have kind of a, a problem with, but I mean whatever. Okay. Um, the kickstand was like super the, difficult. The kickstand to feels get out. very flimsy. And then once it's out, oh, like so, the way that this is kind of set up, and it, it's hard to explain over audio, but like there's a piece of rubber that makes contact with like the actual unit of the switch. And on either side of the kickstand, you have to, like, peel your fingernail underneath in order to get it out. And if you don't get it on either side, like, it, mine just doesn't move. Like, unless you really apply a lot of force. Wait, what? You can't go down on the end? No, like, mine just... I just go right here. Now I think I've worn it out enough. But, like, I swear to God, the first day I got it, I was passing around the office. I was like, try and get this off. Like, nobody could get it to move. And then finally, I peeled it on the... I don't know. It must just be with yours because mine is super, super easy. Yeah, because once I figured just, out like, you can like, peel off the corner, it, it was just, fine. Like, opens. Um, yeah. I do 
have an OCD gripe that I want to drop real quick. Okay. So I bought the sure. gray set of the uh, the Switch. So there's the colored one where it's the red and the blue Joy-Cons. And then there's yep. the gray set. Um, and then I was like, okay, I really like the way that the colored one looks. I'm going to buy those Joy-Cons because I'm going to need them for Mario Kart down the line anyway. Yeah. And you can't... This is hard to explain. If you buy the joy the colored Joy-Con switch set like with the system you get a a blue left Joy-Con and a red right Joy-Con if you buy them apart from the system you get it where it's flipped so you can't actually own where it's all one color That's, unless you buy that set yeah you can unless you buy that set well you can't buy them well, okay, separately okay. is what i'm saying which is a huge pain in the butt like you can, like they only so sell what, it where did you want did you want just a blue one I want, you want I want one that's ones? just blue, and like I want the ability to be like I want it red today, I want it blue today, I want it gray today, like I just want to be I want these flipped. That's all I want, and you can't get that if you got the gray switch, which is like super first world problem me, but it's gray. so annoying. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the off colors. Like I get why they do it. I mean, it's gonna make sense in like multiplayer yeah, just games. At, once just you look switch. at that. Just I look like how awesome. The, no, it like looks boring. Oh yeah. It's funny, like it look, when dude, I it looks, it looks so clean. When I, I don't it does look clean. I've heard a lot of people talk about like, oh, I got the gray one. I wish I got the neon ones. You guys are crazy, dude. The neon ones look cr- sick. Straight up crazy. Because I got the gray ones and I was like, oh my god, I'm already like kicking myself for getting this. I was asking people in line. I'm like, do you want to trade? <laughs> wow. Because it does look the yeah. neon ones look sweet. I feel you. I think it's definitely their own. a toy in a console. Not not saying it's not, but it, it makes it more of like like a. A toy feel. You know what I mean? Well, it's like my, like my toy stuff is neon. Yeah, it's like my neon right. orange Vita that I have. It's colorful yeah, and playful. Totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I'm, with, I'm with you. I, I'm a fan so, of, like, everything in my room's black. Yeah. Like, I, just, I like yeah. the modern, clean yeah. look. But I like to tell myself color. I do, and then I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> I like things bright and colorful. Like, my car is yeah. bright green. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And my car is gray, like my Switch. <sighs> yeah, mine's black. So, what up? Uh... So have you? So there are a lot of people out there that are talking about their left Joy-Con desyncing. I have totally experienced this. This is a thing. I have not. So we were playing Snipper Clips, and Jess and I actually had to switch controllers because hers flat out like would not work where she was sitting. And if I sat like a certain way on my love seat, which is like a certain distance from where the switch dock is, it actually just did not work at all. Like I had to sit like. Almost like sitting up and then close enough where my arm was like almost out. Interesting. It was weird. See, we're we're like uh, we're a straight shot, but like four to five feet away um, on the couch from the television. And uh, I played co-op Snipper Clips and co-op Shovel Knight uh, with Audrey, and neither of us had. I specifically I took the left controller myself so that I could see. Yeah. Uh, and I never had a single issue. I do not All like right. the Joy Cons on their own. I will say that. No, no, uh, I don't. I don't really either. Do you have the grips um, or whatever? Yeah, like so. I do have. I do have the grips, and that and that's fine. And they they uh, they, it, they come with. Um, they come with them. Does it so. make it way better? The grip. Wait, wait. Are you are you talking about that? Or are you talking no. about the individual ones that you the slide on? The individual grip that you slide on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah, definitely it makes it better. Um, the it, yeah, it makes it a little. Yeah, it makes the buttons bigger, and then it it fits around your hands more easily because there's just more yeah. surface area there. Yeah. And okay, so let me just be 
a question answer asker. That's fine. Be the no, and that's kind of what we yeah, wanted. Go for it. We'll, yes. we'll field the questions. We'll be your expert switch panel. Excellent. So, first question. I always thought this was weird. Does it feel weird playing the same game with each switch controller because the button placement is different? No, it's pretty much the same. It's just slightly shifted to the right on the left one, which is weird, right? Oh, are you talking about the separate, like when they're? Yes, it's not. It's not. It's not. You don't way. really notice it when you're actually playing with it. When you look at it, it's like, wow, that's like definitely not the same. That's super off. Yeah, yeah. You don't notice it. You don't really notice no. it when you. You know what the, the okay. thing is? They're so small. It's almost like if they shifted the buttons on a Game Boy Micro, would you actually notice? Like, okay, yeah, it's yeah, it's about it's the size of a Game small. Boy Micro. Okay, okay, yeah, it's super, super, super tiny. Yeah. So, um. That's good because I definitely had concerns there. Do you? Mm-hmm. I know we were kind of talking about this. You like them on the sides, like. Do you like to play it as a handheld mostly, or do you see yourself using the kickstand, having it like on a desk or a table in front of you, and leaning back and playing like Zelda, like more, you know, in in a, a traditional sense. Uh, I definitely prefer to use it in handheld mode. Okay, for sure. Like it's not even close. Um, I. I picked up my Switch in Austin, and then we drove back to Houston, and I played it the whole time, and I loved it. I think it works so well. And then I came home, popped it in, uh, hooked up the... Uh, the dock? The the dock to the TV, slid it in, slid the uh, the Joy-Cons off, put them in the dog gear controller, and played with that, and I was like, this feels weird. And it, it's one of those situations where, like, the Switch has four triggers. It has clickable sticks. Uh, and it's really super thin, but you don't notice that until you put the Joy-Con on the Joy-Con grip, like, and try to play it like a normal controller, and then it felt, like, super thin to me in a weird way. I feel like the problem is... just because I think it, it's compared to all the other controllers I have. Well, that, and I think the problem is it, they're so close together. Like, I feel like it really would have benefited if, like, where... It's hard to explain. If you look at the dog ear, like, Switch... Uh, Joy-Con like handle thing if they made that twice as long where instead of there were like one of these black pieces there were two just because your hands aren't like bumping into one another in the back of the controller yeah and there's like more surface area there if they had done that at least it it would have made a huge difference because when you're playing in handheld mode angled them a little bit yeah because when you're playing in handheld mode your hands aren't bumping together at all like they're resting you know pretty comfortably across the back of the unit so it's not a problem at all um, personally, I've been playing mostly on, um, on my TV with a pro controller, um, which I didn't expect. So, I thought so I was going to play a lot of handheld, but I'm loving it. So how is that? How is that experience? I'm in love with this controller, man. I've only had to charge it once. The battery life's up to 40 hours. Um, yeah, that's even longer than the, that's even longer than the Xbox one controller. Yeah. Um, it, it feels that's good. I'm not huge complaint with the PS4 controller is the battery dies like instantly. Yeah. So that's always like my six, problem with it. It's like it's like six hours or something. I have like a rotation of PS4 controllers that I have to go through because. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I know I, I love this controller. My only wish is that it was in neon. Because <laughs> totally. it's only in gray. But um, I, th- for the time that I've played in handheld mode, I've enjoyed it though. Gotcha. Gotcha. A couple more quick questions. Um, sure. The battery life. And you said you played it all the way home from Austin. I know you live in yes. Houston. So it's like a what? Two and a half hour drive. Yeah, it's a two and a half to three hour drive. Yeah, and and like totally fine. What percentage? Where were you at? What what was going on? Uh, I was at. I want to say I was at like twenty three percent when I got home. So but about three hours playing Zelda. Yeah. Keep in mind, okay. it's not like the switch was charged all the way when you got it, though, right? I'm assuming you uh, charged no, it in Austin before you left, right? I I mean, I I got it 
pretty soon before we left. So I got it up to like 90 something, 95, okay. Okay. 93, 95% before we left. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely like, it's not bad. It's not bad. And I didn't even, I didn't even play it on uh, minimum brightness. I just played it on stock brightness, which is about, I think like 55%. Okay. And um, it felt good. Was easy to yeah. see. And, and it was, it was like, it was overcast, but still a bright day outside. I didn't have any problem seeing the screen. Awesome. Um, or anything like that. Am like I going to have to get in an external light like we did with Game Boy? No, <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. Like cool. it, it, it works. It works super well. I love how responsive it is. It takes screenshots faster than the PS4. Nice. Uh, it's like instant. posting them like, is super easy. The thing. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I haven't hooked it up with my social media, but like it's just it's so fast. Yeah. How do we feel about um, the touchscreen? It's good. It's no, good. Use it to type in passwords and stuff like that. Okay. It's so much better than the 3DS. It's like okay. not even close. Yeah. Um. When it's, you. It's basically like an iPhone. Cool. And if I if I'm remembering, I could test it right now. Actually, it's right in front of me. Except I actually like it a bit more because the screen is bigger. Whenever yeah, I'm totally. posting so like, yeah. online, um, you, I feel like there's like haptic feedback, like when you actually like are typing on it. Yeah, there is a slight vibration, which I really like. Yeah. So like it feels, you know, a little beefier and like more tactile. It's very, it's very satisfying. Gotcha. Using it. Yeah. That's exciting. Like uh, you guys are saying nothing but good things. The only thing that like you guys were talking about the UI. Um, and, yeah. and everything that I've seen, like, I don't like the UI, but I just think it's too pared down, which I get, like, the very, like, minimalistic UI, and I, that's yeah. cool, but it, it feels so much like like this was just released too soon, not only for, like, the games, which is obviously a complaint I had, but just hearing people talk about, like, sync issues and, like, I guess a small amount, but still, like, an amount of switches out of the box are just not working and like having super weird graphical glitches. Like, yeah, like I, I, I am, yeah. I'm very UI glad I'm not one of those down. people. Yeah. Um, totally. But you can tell, like, I feel at least while I'm playing it, not, not while I'm playing Zelda, but like while I'm using it, like you can tell I'm, I'm almost more excited to see what it's going to become. Like it, yeah, it's almost as if when you gave me my Xbox 360 Christmas, 2005, you were like, this is what the UI is going to look like five years from now. It's going to be like a completely different console. You're going to be able to watch Netflix with your friends over the internet. Like some of the stuff that happened on that system was like insane. Yeah. Like, yes. Modern consoles don't even do that anymore. Was so like yeah. that part, like almost like the all seeing eye, if they're able to provide with like some of these updates in like a good way, that's exciting to me. But I do understand like I'm also in the same light where I'm like, it would have been nice to have been a little bit more fleshed out because I feel like I'm getting, yeah. um, it's like buying a console in beta almost. That isn't that's, to say I'm not in love I'm with saying. it. I, and I, like I, Brian's going to be like, I totally disagree and blah, blah, blah. But, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's more just like, I think it's not terrible that they're doing that. Like, I love it the way it is. It's just about the games. There's no trophy or achievement system. So I'm just Which, yeah, playing I, this to have I'm fun. Um, which yeah. they haven't done yet, or you know, which with anything. Yeah. Um, there's no online service. I'm totally fine with that because there's nothing that requires it yet. Yeah, there's no games out to require it. Right. So, so like, but like, I'm fine with that. Like for what yeah, it is no, right I, now, yeah. like I'm in love with it. Like it'll be exciting to see where it goes. But like that's part of, you know, what its life cycle is going to be. But yeah. I, I yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, and I think it it's very telling of how consoles are now, where it's like okay, just throw out an update and let it go. Let me just let me just say, and I you totally called it, Chris. I 
could not disagree with you guys more about the UI because for me, the problem that Nintendo has had for so long has been that there, there, there's been a lot of bloat. There's been just a lot of extra garbage that doesn't matter at all that is just clogging everything up and just taking time and attention away from the stuff that matters. And there's also like, that's like the 3ds operating system for me. It's like just a lot of stuff that doesn't the doodle stuff. And it's convoluted. There's like all these garbage mini games and like the coins and all this stuff that they're pushing out updates for. And it's like, that doesn't matter. What matters is Zelda and Mario and the games and stuff. And if you want to play those mini games, you want to have fun street passing with your friends. That's fine. Yeah, but street like, pass was huge. Like, but like the problem is they didn't get the core thing right. Gotcha. It's like if you want to build off of that later, that's fine. And then the Wii U operating system is like, okay, eventually they added the ability to sort your stuff into boxes, but it was all colorful and stuff like that. But it, it was it was Whoa. thin. It was like eating a. It was like eating the sugariest donut for breakfast. Like you're gonna be hungry in five minutes because this thing has no substance. So what they did right this time was they're just like, okay, let's get rid of everything that's not essential and nail the essentials. Let's get back to fundamentals and make sure everything works. Make sure that the download speeds are fast, which they are. Make sure that purchasing is easy and quick, which it is. Make sure that people can change their user IDs. Hello, Sony. Uh, Make sure that the games that are on there are all good. Make sure that, like, it's just... The form factor is good. It has all the buttons that you need to be able to handle ports from major consoles. Whether it can handle it or not is another thing, which, you know, we'll see more It can handle indies, which is important. Yeah. And it can handle Zelda, which is like... Yeah. We'll get to it, but like one of the most impressive open world games I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is Nintendo saying, all right, we're going to get... We're going to go back to basics. We're going to go back to fundamentals. Because it's like we can we can do that. Well, it's like when Sony was like, "We're going to make it all about the games. It's just about the games." This console is like the perfect example of that. Where they're like, "Yeah, this and this like, is all you can do on it." It's like it's like, <laughs> it's like the Vita two. Well, basically, yeah, it's and like, that's another point I wanted to like, bring up. Like yeah. now that the Vita first party support's not there anymore, indies are still there, but there's more and more like not a hero can't run on it. There's more and more games that they're like, Oh, it's coming to Vita. Just kidding. It can't, like it won't run. And now we're seeing games like snake pass from PS4. Games will run on switch. They're getting ported like super easily to switch. So like that, that's the part of me that has me super excited. Yeah. uh, Moving forward. Yeah. I'm I'm totally with you guys. I think the indie scene is going to be huge. Like I was totally, uh, wrong with with some of what I said before about Nintendo just not working with indies, but I mean I don't know yeah. how much of it is Nintendo working with them and indies just taking it into their own hands. Because it is definitely reading, the latter. Yeah, yeah reading reading uh, more of that. I've it's yeah it reading like reading that. that and definitely talking to people where that's it's it's definitely don't mistake the the uh, glut of indie titles that are coming to Switch as a sign that Nintendo is being open or cooperative or pursuing indie developers because that is not what is happening. Well, I think it what, seems like both. Um, yeah, it does. It and totally I, th- I think like what both. part of it is is they're... <laughs> part of me wants to, like... They're able to look at a, something like Vita and look at the attach rate of people that own that system and how many games they bought. And now that number is getting smaller because the games can't run because the hardware is five years old. 
So it's like, where do we go at this point? That's like an easy, quick win for us to just grab some cash for people that are like begging for something to play. Yeah. You know, it's an easy way for them to make money market for them. Yeah, really do. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to touch on before we kind of move into games is, uh, how do you guys feel about Netflix and like other, like, I'm not sure is YouTube even on there? No, no, there aren't any apps. Like, no media apps. No. And I know that, like, Brian, you're already shaking your head in a way. But at the same time, like, this thing is marketed as, like, travel. Take it take it wherever, right? And that's great. Yeah. But at a certain point, you're like, look, I'm loving this this device in my hand. I'm, I'm carrying it everywhere. Maybe I want to watch a YouTube video. Maybe I want to watch Netflix. Considering that you have a large SD card that you can now save things to. Like, Netflix, you can yeah. download offline. YouTube, just- you have YouTube Red, you can download offline. So it's like, you don't even need to worry about the internet connection. And you have this very large tablet, more or less, which seems awesome, built-in kickstand. Like, this thing is perfect for on-the-go media, and they're just... It feels abandoned to me. Before Brian says anything, I think the main thing that... The main reason they're not, um, yeah. and they, they, they're they like, it's just about the game, everybody shut up. And the main reason that... Um, like, you can't, you can't transfer saves between the system. Like, it is super bare-bones and locked down. And I think it's because they're worried about piracy. Yeah, because yeah, they, as soon as the Wii, as soon as you're able to hack the Wii, like that was it. Like I had like 400 games on a hard drive, just hanging out. Well, on you're it. a bad person. I know. That's fine. But I was also just excited that I figured it out because I was in middle school. But <laughs> um, the I get like, that. You know what that I mean? That is though? not acceptable at this time. It's not. It's really not. It's not. Uh, okay. Work on but, DRM on your games. Like as but, as like whatever. Like at my phone can do this. My tablet can do this. My Xbox. My PC. Everything. Which I think is my, kind of the point. My well, it is. But like, like if you're if you're on the go, like you're gonna have your phone with you. You're right. Would you rather? You said this yourself. Would you rather watch YouTube videos on your your four point nine or five point five inch screen? Or would you rather watch it on this larger tablet-like device? I mean, if my screen's a higher a resolution, kickstand. if my phone screen's I mean, a higher fair resolution, enough, if fair enough, <laughs> totally fair enough. I'm, I'm with you there because you know the screen. The, the screen's that, fine. It's not great. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's I'm with I, I, will, you. I will tell you I'm this. I will tell you seems, this. It seems they to be can get, blatantly missing, rather than like, oh, that's can, interesting. It's like, wow, why is this not here? Like you expected at this point. Let me. Yeah. You just make one point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If they could get it to the point where it was as easy to navigate YouTube and the internet and videos and Netflix and all that stuff as it is on a phone, then sure. It's a touchscreen interface. Like, but I've how never could you seen not? I've accessed I've accessed Netflix on all kinds of portable devices. I've accessed it on consoles. It's never as easy on a handheld as it is on like a phone. And for whatever reason that is the case, that has been the case up to this point. Now, if they get the operating system and, and the interface just right, such that it is basically the same apps as you would have on a phone, I am 100% all for them having it. But if it's going to be a clunky yeah, I'm interface or something like that, then it's like, I don't like, care. But hold them to a higher standard. You know what I mean? Like, I expect no, and, them and to I, make that work. Yeah, and I agree with you, Marty. Like, I guess my main thing is... Because you're right. It's like if you're gonna if you're gonna put Netflix on it, it should run well. And if it doesn't, then don't put it on there until it does run well. And yeah. I think that's the position that they're in because like they even came out today and said Netflix is coming eventually, but they don't know when. 
Because you, you think about all the third-party apps that are on Vita. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Netflix. A lot yeah. of them, they, Hulu, they, a lot of them they deprecated because nobody used them because they rang like crap. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. But like, I to- like, but I do totally agree with you that it's like they, you do expect these things of these companies. Now, you also have to consider that this thing was public two months ago. Yeah, so it like, takes I- some, it, longer than that. But you would hope that I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I understand. But you would hope that Nintendo wouldn't make would an approach these companies and to, be like, hey, yeah, would reach out to Google and be like. Hey, that's, that's we have some not apps really what they're like. about, though. That sucks. It like, does suck. No, I, I from do. My I get. No, I get both sides of the argument. I really do. Yeah. But they're they're relying on people. They're relying on 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 companies and also um, like business and service companies and also game developers to reach out to them, knowing their pedigree and the fact that they are quote unquote Nintendo. They're counting on people to reach out to them because of who they are and to make it work. And to bridge the gap. They're not going out and courting people. And that's just because that's not how they do things. They're insular. They like to sit in rooms and make games. You're and right. And I do think that that's probably why most uh, market research says they're probably going to sell less than 5 million units. Because they are insular. Because they're not reaching out. They're not making deals. Like, that's fine. Like, I, I, I hope it does well. At some point, it's going to bite them in the butt. Like, oh, if it yeah. hasn't I mean, already, it already. And it has. It, it has. Did. Time yeah. and time again. Like, I would be really, they burned so many bridges really, at this point. I would be really, really surprised if their lifetime sales were less than $5 million. We'll I'd see. be, like, shocked. We'll see. I don't I know. Mean, they're because trending downward always. Before, other than before the Wii U. Get, so. Yeah, but before one, we get into, yeah, into games, ahead. I, I had one more thing, too. So, go ahead. One other thing. I actually reached out and talked to some representatives from GameStop and Best Buy about their experiences with the sales and what they were kind of projecting and uh, GameStop at the time. And this was the day after the switch came so out. So the fourth Saturday. Yeah. They were already taking uh, pre-orders against shipments that were a month out. Okay. Um, and Best Buy was saying that based off of their, uh, I spoke to the Best Buy representative on Monday, I want to say. Okay. Um, and they were saying that based off of their projections on the sales that they've already experienced, they're expecting to be out of every Switch that comes in over the next six months at least. Now, um, again, go try to buy it. Yeah. Go try to buy an NES well, Classic. You can't. Like, this is part of the artificial demand yeah. argument, and I get what you're saying, Brian. Which is, they've, and that's definitely, and that is definitely something to keep to keep in mind but they have also like this is also the highest not. selling nintendo console day one that they've had ever yeah so like that, uh, it's it's exciting it's exciting it's, but it's, at the same yeah. time i'm worried because like people are especially right off the the tails of the nes like you're gonna piss a lot of people off if you're just like here's our brand new console that you can't buy yeah. again it creates like like you said Deal it's like it. false demand but here's okay Here's why I think well, this is really going to hurt them. there's a lot of scalpers, and that's also, that's also pissing people off. Yeah. Okay, so what I, like last point I want to make before I really want to jump into like Zelda. Yep. But that's my yeah. point, right? We're talking about how they don't have things like Netflix, YouTube, whatever. Okay. A month goes by, right? Maybe two. What are you guys doing with your Switch? Mario Kart? I mean, probably going to be playing games. Yeah. I mean, we hope, right? Like, we don't... Like, there's, there's a roadmap... But it's like, this is where we're at. Like, we have all those 60 indie games or whatever. How many of them had release dates? 
Like, I know it was, I like, mean, we, 2017. We have, we have a roadmap for at least, like, a couple of games coming out each month for, like, the next... Do you? the end of the year, right? Uh, it's, like, well, it's, it's... Yeah, but it's, like, games that you're not, like... You know, and I, I don't know. Like, there's games coming out this year for PC, Xbox, and, and PS4, and we all know what they are. And it's, like, for, for Switch, it's, like, well, you know... The, the Mario Kart port's coming out, and we know that Mario's coming out next holiday. Okay. And not, I'm not... Uh, this is the argument we've had over and over. Games, games, games. But I think that, more than anything, they're creating an artificial demand for a console right now, right? Like you said, months out, right? And they're, they're projecting six months of being sold out, Best Buy is. But at what point is it a matter of, like, in a month, who... Like, Zelda's died down, right? That's how video games journalism is. And that's what's charging so much influencers. So we have every every great, great, fantastic Zelda review is out, published, people are talking about it. All right, well, Zelda's done, and we've moved on to Mass Effect, and we moved on to, you know, Persona or whatever else, Nier Automata. Yeah. We've moved on to these games, and people are talking about them. And then it's like, oh, did you hear that GameStop has Switches available? Eh, okay. Like, I'm playing Mass Effect now. Like, I'm playing, you know what, like... They're they're moving yeah. out of the zeitgeist, and I think that might hurt them. Um, but well, I don't know, and, and I, don't, I don't know how much maybe, artificial demand that even is. I, maybe it's just real demand, and yeah. Nintendo just can't keep up, which is great. And I mean, a, a counterpoint to that would be that Zelda, while it may not be in the zeitgeist, I think Zelda is maybe a big enough title, and the accolades around it are strong enough that that might be enough to bring somebody back to it after the fact of being like, man, yeah, I did want to get to Zelda. Like, maybe I'll get to that. I mean, time will tell. And until then, we won't really know. So, uh, you know, navel-gazing about the whole situation doesn't necessarily help things. What I No, but it's fun in the the premise of our entire podcast. Of course. (laughs) Uh, What I will say is I really, really like the Switch. Uh, And even though I have a few minor gripes, it definitely does not detract from the fact that I really look forward to playing this as my primary handheld uh, and, like maybe secondary console after the PS4 for years to come. Awesome. And I, and I expect to. So. Mostly because Shovel Knight's on it. And it's the first time I've played a platformer with a joystick, and I've liked it more than a D-pad. Like, yes. than any yes. D-pad. Which, and, let me say, I had concerns because, because of the nature of the Joy-Con and how they split off, and the D-pad functions as a kind of secondary button system for the person that has right. left joy-con it's not actually your standard plus shaped d-pad they're separated I was buttons concerned. i was concerned that it wouldn't work well i actually find it to work totally fine um however i do agree with you i think these are basic they're they're very small almost like the vita sticks except they're a little bit bigger a little bit more they're more raised they feel way better yeah they, yeah. They, yeah, they feel a lot better they, overall. They feel they feel way, way better. Uh, and definitely, are you playing uh, Spectre of Torment yes. you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. So Shovel Knight, the expansion, Spectre of Torment, where you play a Spectre Knight. I am super into it. I am freaking in love with this game. Could... The animation me, Chris, is... Could Shovel Knight get any better? I thought, I thought it better? couldn't, and then it did. And I love every second of it. Now, Marty, what's interesting is I'm finding myself playing this... Um, cause, and I did the same thing with Shovel Knight. I'll play it on console for like a few minutes and then I'm like, I gotta, and then I just rip it out of the dock and then I just play it in handheld mode. <laughs> I yep, don't know why. Yep. yep. I've only gotcha. played Shovel Knight in handheld mode. Yeah. It makes Actually, sense. Actually, no, I take that back. I, I played, I played, a co- I played one co-op level, 
uh, with Audrey. I played the first level of Shovel Knight in co-op on the TV. Yeah. But other than that, I've been, oh, I've been all in handheld mode, baby. Yep. And it feels so good. Yep. The screen is so big and beautiful, and I can see everything. And I got the up, I got the rail mail, so I'm sliding around yep. my scythe on the ground and on spikes and stuff. Oh, this, the yacht club is like so effing awesome. Like everything about this game is perfect. It's just if I could give I a hug how they do to it. every person in one studio, and it wasn't Naughty Dog because there's a lot of people that work there. It would be Yacht Club. You, you know what? I would do it Yacht Club before Naughty Dog. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. I would. You know I probably why? would too. Because there's because, heart. Not that there's I not think, heart. I think Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight may just be the one of the best platformers ever. No, it it is. It, I mean, no, no, see, Brian, I, shut I, your I was, mouth. Shut your mouth. You already said it. I was gonna. You say, already said it. It is. Let's move you're on. Right. Banjo Kazooie. It's terrible. Shovel Knight. I was How dare you? Ukulele oh. comes out in April, and I can't wait. In that moment, now, a, in that moment after Marty said that, Chris's eyes went dead for a moment before he retorted. He's and like, it was, he's it right. Was amazing. I'm just I right. No, no, no. I just glanced but like, up, but like, what's, right above my what's camera, and just looked at Banjo and went, "He doesn't mean it." Mario, Mario is amazing, right? Ori and games like that are like so, so, so good, and and Shovel Knight is just Shovel Knight's just the marriage of all these games that I've loved for my entire life and they just make it into one. And it's just the most, with the exception of banjo, it's, and it's, it's just beautiful. It's just amazing. I don't know how they keep doing it. Like they did it. They, they had the one where you played as plague Knight and you had all that stuff, which is super weird. And I know a lot of people aren't into it. I actually super like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, it, the gameplay is like completely different. It's super hard. You would ever see. That's the hardest it is one. Really, really difficult. Um, and then Spectre of Torment comes out, and it's just like, dude, this is like, this is like some old school Ninja Gaiden stuff. It's awesome. Like, it's so fun. Like, if you his upgrades are cool. A He's Switch, a cool character. Um, yes. The the oh, overworld man, that you're in is just neat. I don't know. Play it. It's great. I love just it. Play it. The game has so much character. It has so much style. It's awesome. My my it brother. Is, it is a must play if you haven't played. My it. My brother sent me a review. He was like. Oh, that Shovel Knight game you're talking about is actually supposed to be pretty good. I was like, duh, of course it's supposed to be good. That's why I've been obsessing over it for the past three years. Like, what do you mean, noob? Anyway. Shovel Knight, the best thing that Kickstarter ever gave us. And the best thing that I've played in a long time, probably since the first time I played Shovel Knight, um, we got to talk about Breath of the Wild. Now... Legend of Zelda. Do you, to, do you want to get the small games? You want to get the small games out of out of it first, and then we'll and then we'll do that. <sighs> Fine. Nobody cares. Snipperclips terrible. Well, well, Snipperclips. Snipperclips. You either love pew, it or hate pew. it. Bottom line. Snipperclips is awesome. Snipperclips. I like, I, I, I like it. Jess does not, and so I will I not like play it. it now. And Audrey does not. So what needs to happen is Chris, you and I need to get together, and play some. Because that's easy. We both like. That's it. super easy. Yeah. Just come on yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. It's a good party game. It's what, twenty what bucks. The, whatever. What about one two switch? One two switch. Um, wait for it to be fifteen dollars. Otherwise, it's okay. not worth your time. That's kind of the what gun I, game is the only is like one of the only ones that's like really. It's like the gun game, the samurai game, ball count, milk the cow. Even that one's kind of a stretch. Um, everything else, oh, I'm just kind of like. Eh. You also made another pun. I did. Like Marty did earlier with the mechanics joke. Oh. 
Marty's just We're so highbrow, Chris. Because you're, so high you're pulling out the cow nipples and you're stretching them oh. out to get them up. Sorry, I'm just so used to it Sorry. at my farm agricultural school that I didn't even think that it was like a joke. Because um, that's what we yep. do at the dairy farm. What up, Darren? Anyway. Um, so, Shout out to Darren! Darren! So, yeah. One, two, switch. So I, guess, I have no... I guess that's it. Yeah, I have no... Uh, no. Wait till it's the bargain bin and then have fun at parties. Pretty much, yeah. Don't. It's more of a yeah. WarioWare game. Should have been bundled. It's a bad WarioWare Should have been bundled. Game. It should have been bundled. Absolutely. Mm. Makes me real sad that it wasn't bundled. Yeah. The fact that the Switch doesn't come with a game, mind-boggling. Continue. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, it would have it would have worked really well for Yeah. Me. If they were smart, if Yacht Club was smart, they would have bundled just Spectre of Torment in there. Yeah, like, even if you had, like, Snipper Clips and Spectre of Torment, or any combination of, like, some, like, a couple of small things, totally fine. Or yep. one, two, switch. Yeah. Yep. Which is what should have been bundled with. But, uh, a lot of these other things I think people have kind of overlooked because of the juggernaut. That, that is. is. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <sighs> Gentlemen. When I was a boy in 1998, my brother Kevin got the Ocarina of Time for his birthday. And I remember sitting at my Aunt Sherry's house, because we all gathered around the TV in the family room, and just being dumbstruck. We were in awe as he exited Kakariko Village and went over the hillside, and you saw all of Hyrule in its glory. Hyrule Fields. That feeling... Death Mountain to the right. Yep. That feeling that you get to the left and all that when you first see Ocarina of Time, when I saw Ocarina of Time as a young boy, I have that moment over and over and over again playing this game. It is yes. everything that I always thought Ocarina of Time was in my mind's eye to the point where I'm actually afraid to actually go back and play Ocarina of Time because I think, Look, it, I think this game who ruined played it. Ocarina of Time in the last couple of years on 3DS. Definitely don't play it anywhere but 3DS. For oh sure. no, I know. Uh, you act like I didn't play it there. It's well, and it's actually it's it's not, it's 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 good. It, it's, it's a lot not. more linear than I remember, but I also know oh, where yeah. to go, so oh, that's yeah. part of it. Um, yeah, but man, yeah, like uh, the the Breath of the Wild is. If anybody watched the a, stream the other night, thank you by the way. I was streaming that game for like two hours. And, like, you just saw me constantly, like, guys, this game. Just look at it. Look how pretty it is. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is. They've they've embraced in a way that I think is so, so good, especially for, like, games to have, like, a long legacy of quality. Like, when you make a great game, give it a graphical style that will hold fast through the ages. That will look good because it's stylized in years to come and like wind waker this game will always look good. yeah uh and i'm i'm actually just shocked i just got to a particular village uh and i just i'm meeting all these people and they're dressed in this particular way and i'm like man this is like so awesome and i'm encountering all these crazy things the best thing about this game apart from the fact that it just there's something magical about it. And that the fact that like, there's, it's just so enormous and over every hill, you're like, what the heck am I going to find? And it could be anything. 
you could see a horde of little moblins dancing around a fire. Yep. That's baking a giant steak, like a brontosaurus burger from Flintstones. <laughs> you know, like, that you could find some random person. Like, I, I went and I found this cabin in the middle of the woods, and it was like a dark, spooky woods. And I was like, crap, okay. So I, I wandered around, I found this book, I read this dude's diary, and then I was like, well, there's nobody here. Can I sleep in his bed? Yep. You can. And I slept in his bed and I woke up and he was looking at me in the morning. <laughs> and then I got up and he's like, he's like, I'm a doctor or something like that. And uh, nobody respects my research or anything like that. And I talked to him and I called him a doctor and he's like, oh, well, I didn't know it was going to be like that. And then he got all friendly and like was like, well, I suppose I can tell you about my research. <laughs> and then he just went off on it. And I'm like, what the... You you came in and I was sleeping in your bed and now you tell me all about your secret plans for all these years? Like there are moments what a weird dude living in the middle of the woods. It's funny, like there are moments when you play like Fallout 4 or I imagine The Witcher where because I haven't played The Witcher <laughs> but where there's storytelling happening without you like exuding a lot of effort. Like it just kind of it exists in, in this world that is so fully realized that you're just a part of it. And yes. like, I think back to how like fallout four does some of those things where it's so like painfully obvious where it's like, okay, start this quest, do this thing. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, you've ended up at this point. Great. Breath of the wild. It's just like, you're running around. I climbed over a hill. Oh, look, there's this guy sitting under a tree. I should go talk to him. And all of a sudden I'm in the middle of talking to him. He goes, yeah. So, um, I'm part of this cult. And we're searching for somebody who is supposed to return, um, you know, from 100 years of slumber to save the world. And we want to kill him. And then he gets, like, real evil and you have to fight him. And he, oh, like, snap. just, like, beats the crap out of you. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't. Like, the, the world is so dangerous. And you have to. That is. You yes, have to be on your guard. Thing, just just so you guys know, this game is basically Zelda 1 cross wind waker cross ocarina yeah is basically what it is it's got the huge open world craziness of wind waker it's got the like there's nobody to tell you there's almost nobody to tell you where to go like in zelda one like you could just wander and it's got like the 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 kind of a feel of the world of of uh of ocarina uh but that is the one thing that I would say reminds me the most about Zelda one is this world is freaking dangerous. And if you are not careful, you are going to get killed and you're going to get killed repeatedly. Yep. Um, like this is not, this is not your, this is not a hand holding Zelda, but I feel like your dad Zelda would have been Zelda one, but you know what I mean? Like this is, this is a game where this isn't twilight princess. This isn't no, this is like the, the, the polar opposites are, Hyrule Warriors and this game. Like, well, how, you, you can't even count and Hyrule like, Warriors. No, but I'm just saying in, in this particular way, if you roll up and there's more than like two guys, be really careful about what you do. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like Dark Souls in that like they will surround you and they will beat you to a pulp. Well, that or and like, uh, kind of going off the whole Horizon thing, like you can approach a Moblin camp um, and you'll see like there's like barrels or so I've had it where yeah, I've yeah. approached and there will be a wooden stick. There's a, a fire with a pot next to me. And then <laughs> off in the distance, you see one red barrel and a bunch of guys just dancing around a fire. And you're like, all right, well, if I grab this stick 
light it on fire, and then throw it at this barrel. I'll see how many of them I can blow up. And then how many do I have left that I still have to kill? Oh, and there's an archer off in the distance that I have to get. <laughs> yeah. And they see you They see you from a long ways yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. The way that I approached one camp, it was so weird, but I had this moment where I had deja vu from Metal Gear Solid Five, and capturing the camps. Because it was just a huge... There were, there were two towers of archers that were looking out for me and then a group of guys around a fire and then a couple that were talking over to the corner. And I was like, this is straight up Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to take these guys out and get this chest and stuff like that. And it's it's simplified and streamlined in that way. And, you know, it's not like alert and then you have to go hide or stuff like that because you're not going to be able to get yeah. away from these guys. You just need to fight them. But the other thing that I love so much about this game is it has... You're, you're absolutely right about the quests. Like... And as somebody who has played through all of The Witcher 3 and it has played like not I feel like you've played more Zelda than I have. Um, but I've definitely played like maybe, I don't know, maybe six hours of it. Something like that. Um, but this game does the environmental and emergent gameplay and storytelling better than The Witcher. Hmm. Like it's it's just it's kind of not even close. Wow. Really? Um, it's be- because it has these moments where you're walking up and you're walking into a store or like I walked into this village and, and somebody was like, Hey, 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 cool. Hey, come over here. There, here's a shop. You can get some clothes or armor or wheat or something like that. And I walk in and the stuff's just sitting around the store. And he's, and I talk to the guy and he's like, you want to buy some stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I want to buy some stuff. He's like, well, go get what you want and bring it back to me. And I'm like, Okay, and he's looking at me like I'm a dummy for wanting to buy something from this guy. And I'm like, that's a commentary on, like, RPGs. (laughs) And so I walk out, and the lady's like, hey, did you get everything that you want? Like, go ahead and ask anybody, you know, if you need anything in town. Everybody's super friendly. So I walk up to this lady, and I initiate talk with her. And she's like, what the heck are you doing? Are you following me? And I'm like, no. And she's like, get away from me, you creep. I'm not talking to you. And then she like walks over to this well and this other lady walks up and is like, ugh, creep, get a, get lost. <laughs> what are you doing? Eavesdropping on our conversation? I was like, well, actually, yeah, I kind of was. And so, and like, I keep talking to her and she's like, what are you like some kind of pervert or something? Get out of here. <laughs> and I'm just like, these people are like, it, they're having a conversation and I'm walking up as a stranger to these people that know each other, that are talking to each other. And I'm just standing there watching them talking like a freaking creep. And they're calling me out Like the best, p- my I, favorite part of it is and that's like a perfect example of it. There's so many moments in the game where you think like, man, like this is how a game, like you think in video game logic of like, Oh wait, I need to, I I can't even think of an example. Like almost like with the cooking, like, okay, I need to make a meal. I'm going to combine, um, monster parts and meat and veggies. And then it comes out and like, it literally just makes this like pixelated blob. And it's like, we don't know what it is, but you can eat it. But then if it's like, all right, I'm going to combine meat and veggies and like corn. And if you combine all those things, you get like this meal that gives you like 12 hearts because it's like actually good for you and nutritious. And like you have to use real world logic, which you normally don't do in a game. It's just really funny. And then and there's like you can throw the stuff into a pot and like make some food or you can do what I tried to do at first. Which is just, okay, let me hold these five... Hold on, let me hold this mushroom 
and because in the inventory you can click on items and then it's like you can drop them you can you can hold them in your hands and you can hold up to five items in your hands at once and then you can back out of the menu and then he's got them in his hands and there's like a targeting thing where you can like throw them down or whatever um so i was like okay so let me hold this mushroom and hold this hunk of meat and hold this rat and hold this spicy pepper and like that sort of and then and then like hold this like bush or something like that and I just like walked up to a fire and I threw them down on the fire and they caught on fire and then rolled off the fire and they were on fire. And I was like, well, crap. <laughs> and so then I picked it up and it's like, and it's like burnt mushroom, burnt pepper, burnt all this stuff. And it's like, I, should, okay, I didn't so think I'm that through. <laughs> yeah. Like and there's like, so many happens the, the way that you would think. And so th- there were a couple of moments that I, I thought were like really magical of like this emergent gameplay. And I wanted to share a couple of those with you. Um, so I got to this point and I, and I picked up a big heavy hammer and it, it says you can use it for combat, but it was really meant for mining. So I was like, okay. So then I went up and I actually found like some ore, like some ore sticking up out of the ground. And I was like, oh, okay, well maybe I use this hammer. And so I took the hammer and I took a big old swing and I, I smashed it to pieces and the ore all came out and I was like, cool. So I picked it up and then I went through this like there was like an overpass of stone. There was like an outcropping and there was ore that was like up in a place where I couldn't get to. So I was like, okay, let me try to crawl up this mountain and like, see if I can get it. Like while I'm up there, like climbing, if I can like hit it while I'm hanging off of this cliff, which is a terrible idea in real life. And you should never, ever try to do that because you're just asking to hurt yourself or fall to your doom. And so I tried to do that and it wouldn't let me do that because obviously you need to keep your grip up because it's really important to not fall to your death. And so then I was like, okay, well, how the heck am I going to get this stupid ore? I was like, okay, well, maybe if I throw this hammer at the ore, it'll work. <laughs> and I threw it, and he, like, threw it, and it, like, swung around a bunch of times, hit the ore, shattered, it fell down the mountain, and my hammer also fell down the mountain. I was like, sweet. So I went and picked it all up. And it worked, <laughs> like, that way. And then it, it got to nighttime, and I was passing uh, under that, that same, like, low outcropping, uh, and a skeleton came up. And uh, near there, there were some exploding barrels and there were some rocks and things like that. And the skeleton like walked over to a small boulder and picked it up and tried to throw it at me. And he missed and it fell down on the ground. And so he came up a little bit closer to me, waddling over, picked up the rock, threw it again. He threw it a little bit harder this time. It hit the rock outcropping, bounced back at him and knocked his skull off. (laughs) So now his skull is like flopping around on the ground, which if you're fighting a skeleton, you hit him one time, it knocks their skull off. Then you got to go hit the skull to kill him. So I was like, okay, well that was easy. And I walked over and stomped on his skull and that was it. But it was just like such a weird moment where everything was interacting. And it's like, this this whole game is just filled with those though. And like, you don't know that they're going to happen. And when they do, it's like, wow, like that, I, I wouldn't have expected that. Like, how do you even script that? Yeah, you, you don't. don't. And that's what's... It just happens. It just happens, and, like, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and so based off of that and the feeling of awe I have with just the scope of this game and the fact that, like, I just... I'm just running around. I just... I'm climbing a mountain because I want to see what's at the top, and I want to see where I can go from That is one... And, the biggest thing in this game is or for me is it's like mountain climbing simulator. <laughs> like I spent I yeah. probably spent like four hours just being like I bet you I can get to the top of that and then I do and I'm like sweet and then I just fly down <laughs> yeah and you, you use your glider to glide yep. down yeah but because of that and because of the wonder at, that it kind of instills in me or inspires in me um, 
I, I have to imagine this is what Miyamoto wanted when he like when he originally he made set out to make the Legend of Zelda. Because if you've heard the stories, if you haven't heard the stories, uh, Miyamoto basically he used to go around. Um, he kind of lived um, out in the country, and he would go around and like look for caves and just kind of explore around in nature and things like that. And that's what inspired him to make the first Legend of Zelda because he just he loved. He would go on his own and adventures around. and. Yeah, he would go on his own adventures, and he wanted other people to do that, too. And this game encapsulates that better than any other game I've ever played. Um, And having... Being as far in... I think I'm, like, maybe three main quests in. um, Like, and I've just gone running around. I ran straight east, um, basically. Yep. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I just like I just started going. I was like, "Oh man, that looks cool. Let me go over here." Okay, now let me go over here. And it just I just made a beeline for the right side of the. Have map. you been to the Coliseum yet? Uh, I, I just have to ask. No, no. <laughs> Be careful. But how big? But, how big? Uh, I haven't spoken. I've just been kind of absorbing. F- this world is freaking huge. It's it's the biggest game I've ever been in. Really? I I would yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, Not that that makes a game good, because if it's huge, then it's empty. No, but in the way in the way that it is, it this game is as big as it needs to be to be what it is. Okay, I mean that's which is an interesting statement, but I get you. Which is such a weird, like it's. I think if it was any smaller, I don't know. I I think the fact that the world is so big. Um, and is so beautiful and feels so real. I don't know. It, it makes me believe in it. Gotcha. In a way that like, it's so hard to do in open world games to make things feel dense enough that you're having a good time, but also not so dense that they feel like, Oh, it, this is just, this is just for the sake of it being a game or being empty enough to feel real because when you go out into the country, there's a lot of places where there just isn't a whole lot of anything. Yeah. It's empty enough to feel real without feeling hollow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like it's, they, they just nailed it. And I don't, I don't know how this is. I'm just going to say, this is my favorite Zelda game. Totally. I think that's pretty, pretty, uh, common Um, consensus. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would Can agree. I, I would agree questions? by far. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, how much do you think this game is nostalgia, and how much do you think it's just it's a great game? Because it seems like Brian, you 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 played Zelda, but you weren't like the biggest Zelda fanboy. And and uh, same with I you, liked, Chris. You're, liked... you're a Zelda fanboy, but you're not like you know unbelievably. If you, it's like it. it's. What's funny is it's like well. So give give your perspective, and then I'll give mine. I don't, I think it's not nostalgia. I think it's more a knowledge of the series. So like there are, there are references to other elements that have been standard in the Zelda series for iterations. Okay. Like there are elements that come back. It's, it's like final fantasy, like knowing that the different levels of the fire spells and the different like summons and things like, 
you're going to get something additional out of it. You don't need to have played another Zelda game to enjoy this one. Gotcha. Um, and I, I feel like, I feel like this game is, and granted, you, you have to like take it with a grain of salt because I'm not that far in, but I'm so impressed with what I've played and everything seems so polished to the nth degree and so well-crafted while at the same time, not it's it's not on reels at all it just is what it is and the the game kind of manifests itself as as what it is um i i don't think that nostalgia is is like clouding my perceptions of this game i think this game is every bit as good as uh as it is and i think it's a testament to how freaking awesome the people that made this are at making this sort of a thing, but it's, it's so different from the previous Zelda games that I, I don't, I don't know. Like, gotcha. Like going off of that for me, it's almost like they took everything I love about Zelda and they're like, like the lore and all that. And they were like, Hey, that's cool. You giant nerd. But guess what? Here's a real big boys game. Enjoy it. And like, gotcha. They, you know this is Chris. Tell me if you agree with this. This is the Shovel Knight of Zelda games. Kind of, yeah. Things it, from previous Zelda games and got rid of all the garbage. Now, one thing that it doesn't have that except <laughs> what? Go for no, it. I was gonna say one thing. Just, it doesn't have so far, at least, and I don't know if it does later on. There's no instrument. Like, there's no ocarina. There's no, um, you know, the horns that you have in Majora. The the ocarina of time. There's no wind wake. Right. But there is lots of breathing. Yeah. In the wild, yeah, there is lots so, of breathing in the wild. I don't know. Um, it, also, it, I do, and to, like, cause, also, there's a button to whistle, so maybe his whistle maybe, is, maybe. is, uh, is the answer. But uh, like, for I, Ropana? yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, for whatever horse you whistle. register at the stable, I just, but um, I guess oh, okay. what I love about spoiler alert, do that. Um, what I one of the things I love about Zelda and I've always loved about it is the music and. There's oh my what's God, funny is music in this game. There's like when you're running around Hyrule Fields in Ocarina, and I, I'm sorry I keep like referring to that game, but like it's just the one that I think about most, other than NES when I think about this game, um, or compare it to rather. You, you go into Hyrule Fields, you hear that theme, you know you're there. Breath of the Wild, there's hardly any music that plays. A lot of it is just it's like Skyrim where it's just like nature sounds. Um, yeah. but not even like the, the slight little like musical hints that are there. You really only get them when you're in combat or when the game knows you're approaching something that like is of vital importance. Like they'll start to play little music cues. Um, but the cues, are the so cues good. are beautiful. And like, don't get me wrong. The soundtrack that this comes with, if you get the special edition or if you just go on YouTube and listen to it is unbelievable. Like I listen to it all day at work for the past like three days. Um, so I mean that part of it I definitely miss, but it is, it's, it's like the the first game in a long time that I've been like, this is the next step in where games need to be. Gotcha, that's exciting. Yeah, and it's exciting that it came out on a three hundred dollar tablet. Yeah, like I'm excited to see where this pushes development of of uh, you know PC games and and specifically. I hope that PlayStation and Xbox can keep going. I mean, specifically, like, I can't wait to see what CD Projekt Red takes from this and puts yeah. into the next Witcher. Because 
I mean, uh, from whatever they're not doing a next Witcher. Oh. Like, I, I, it's going to be a while, and and right now they're they're making uh, Cyberpunk twenty thirty three, and 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 yeah. when or twenty seventy seven. Sorry, um, you look at like Metacritic, right? Which is it's a barometer. It's not perfect, but this game is like yeah, ninety eight. I like think. That. Yeah. Yeah. Witcher the 3, only game higher than it is Ocarina, which is a ninety nine. Okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Witcher three is a like ninety three to ninety five, depending on the console. And that game, like, in a lot of people's opinion, is either like the best game ever made or the best RPG ever made. I'm on that. What ca- Witcher? Yes, I'm in that camp. I-, I haven't played Zelda. I'll give you that. But of like course. that game is is absolutely stunning. And so I think that exactly what you're saying right now, like, I I hope that we don't get games like that are in a vacuum anymore, where you see like Fallout Four. Be like so anticipated, yeah. but that was like Fallout three point five. Yeah, like that was yeah. so made in a vacuum, and so like I really hope that uh, everything you guys are saying, like that living, breathing world, getting rid of some video game tropes, just because it's more fun. Like, yeah. Well, and I, it's I hope that we see more of that. And it's Nintendo finally realizing like we need to step it up, and we need to. Th- this, these are the kinds of games that we should have been making on the Wii U, and we didn't. So like, here's our first Dude, attempt. If they if they can if they can give a breath of the wild treatment to mario and their other franchises like oh my god i still worry about odyssey man like i it looks weird Dude, oh yeah it looks super New weird Dog city is like for real like weird like super yeah. weird i hope we're all but anyway. wrong but anyway but yeah, i want to no, say absolutely. it's not it, it's not all sugars and sunshine with breath of the wild um <laughs> sugars and sunshine huh yeah because I think Brian's, Brian's cat is currently digging into his body. I did. I did. Jake is being a freaking ripe butthole right now. <laughs> <laughs> he just dug his claws into my leg and tried to climb me like a freaking tree. <laughs> not happy about that. That did not feel good. Brian, anyway. You can talk it out. We're here for you. <sighs> okay. So. Zelda, uh, Zelda, 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 Zelda. Happy but, place, happy but, place, happy place. But for real, like... I'm not sure how I feel about the like the weapons and armor and stuff. Yeah, like so I'm I'm tired. I'm getting well so in that same light. Weapons break down in this game and um you have to keep up with them and there are so many moments where it's like okay, there's five models in front of me. What do I got? A stick, a stick, a tree branch and a stick. Okay. Um and a rusty and sword. a rusty sword. I'm going to die. All of those are going to break Maybe before you kill one person yeah. each with them. Maybe if you kill just so, one. Like, I, like, have legit... Like, I've got nice like I've got nice swords that are, like, 14 power or something like that. And it's, like... They break super quickly. Soldier's long sword or something like that. And it's, like, I can fight two, maybe three people, and then it's just yeah. gone. Um, it just now, in that, that same... That like, okay. sound fun. It, it, it definitely... You have to be a lot more... You have to... I'm trying to think of the word. I'm and shields to think, do the same thing. Yeah, shields are the same way. Like, you have to be very careful about what you do and don't want to approach um like there are bosses in the middle and that's why earlier before we got on i was just running up a a mountain and all of a sudden this big rock turned into like some like boss and i was like oh guess i'm in a boss fight now like you don't know that that's happening like it's cool but when you don't have the equipment to deal with that it's not cool at all um and i haven't found a single i haven't found a store where i can buy weapons no no now what i will tell you is and it's kind of I'm excited about it because I was getting them anyway, and I already have them. Um, if you scan Amiibo in, 
you can scan one amiibo in per day. Well, one like so if you have the Zelda amiibo and the Link amiibo, you can scan each of those in once a day. When you do crates drop from the sky and then you get a bunch of like arrows or rupees or whatever. Um so if you have all the amiibo <laughs> you scan them in once a day, you get like sure loaded up like with all this equipment. Transactions but not even I know. as accessible. I know. You can also get a pony that way, which is cool. But um so part of me is like yay cuz I already have those anyway, but like I also yeah, kind of feel I like don't. I'm cheating. And I don't want to Yeah. So I'm not going to do it every day, but I was just like, oh, this is neat. Do it every day. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. Dude, I would. If, you if I had it, yeah. I would 100% do that. Like, I don't know. Because right now, I have no arrows. He's like, and I have to been. Fight don't a boss. worry about it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I, I have 5,000 arrows. Oh, yeah. Greg has but, arrows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's a little aggravating. Um, also, uh, I talked to uh, uh, I talked to fan favorite Carly. And she was telling me that she actually got stuck in a in a place where they're assassins hunting her right now, and she's like thirty hours in, and she just like gets one shot, and they're chasing her like all through the place. That's what I'm like afraid of. Like I feel like I'm gonna hit a point where I'm yeah. like, there's nothing. If you I can walk do. into a place that's too dangerous for you, and like, and you, you can't, can't get out, you're done. Like you have to go back. Well, like, the game I, is good about making saves like you for can, you. You can to, teleport. Though. You can teleport, and there's there's ways. The game saves like in very saves. good spots. Like, right before yeah. you approach a battle, it's like, okay, I'm going to make a quick save for you, and if you need to come back, you can. Don't worry about it. They don't always do that, and they don't always save after you do a particularly arduous climb, which is a little bit frustrating for me <laughs> one time. So I I, uh, I definitely save a lot more frequently now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I just climbed up this mountain. That took me, like, five minutes. Let me go ahead and save so I don't have to do that again yeah. if I die. If some wandering giant Goliath comes down the road and hits me with a freaking tree like i don't have to deal with that legit a dude sat on me and i died like a giant like boss like dude like he's just like ah turns around sits on me i'm dead Yep. man it's brutal man you can get one shot in this game real easy you gotta be careful yep there's some dangerous guys out there god do i also yeah man any closing thoughts there um it's good it's really good we like it a lot i didn't pick that up yet <laughs> i this like might replace my last of us tattoo that i have scheduled oh that's disgusting do the last of us <laughs> how long have you wanted it how long have you wanted dude, it, dude get the get the rusty master sword with the z no i was thinking no i was thinking um the sheikah symbol Okay. Get that on my leg. How, how many hours you put in this? Um, at Let's least make sure fifteen. We beat the game first and find out that the Sheikah don't turn out to be the bad guys. No, obviously. Fifteen. <laughs> 15 I expect hours. I expect myself to play Tattoo this for, for at least a hundred hours, at least. Good. Like I I don't expect I don't expect to go back to Horizon for a while, like which is sad, but I'm just smitten know. over this game. <laughs> That's yeah. good, dude. It's good to see you guys with like childlike wonder. On your face, yep. there's some, some game it is a, awesome. It is a crazy thing because, like, you guys know how I get about things. Like, I get very, like, introspective and I just think a lot about them. This is the first game that I've just been, like, I'm just in it. Like, this game puts me in the moment in a way that, like, games just don't do. They don't do anymore. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. They used to when I was little and a child and, you know, I wasn't a cynical, goateed up... IT guy. 
Well, and there just are trying to get of, like, by Ubisoft games of like finding the pillars and like unlocking new portions of the map and stuff like that. I'm, and then being I able love to, it. It's so good. You know, if there's, but it's, I don't know. It doesn't feel mechanical. No, it, feels it just organic. feels like if I'm like, it, it's, oh, I happen to be in this area. Oh, there's a thing over there. I'm going to run over to it. And that's all I need. I'll just keep the adventure I, going. So like total outside in perspective, I think that like it looks amazing. I'm I'm regretting not regretting, but I'm like kind of sad I don't have one in a way where I'm like, "Oh, that'd be cool." Like I could definitely yeah. see myself losing. I I'm in Horizon. I'm so far in. But like I wish that more games did like the minimal hand-holding. Like and, and as yeah. so silly as this is, like a bad UI or a bad tutorial can ruin a game. It can. Yeah. It can. Yep. Well, like even with Horizon, uh, look at Twilight Princess. Yeah. Well, I, I like even Twilight another Princess Zelda game. Like, I mean, like a newer example, right? Horizon, right now. I'm not saying your example's bad. Horizon, it's like it's such a good game, but there's like there's so much to get through to play the game, which mm. I'm okay with because I love mechanics. But it's like I've seen people tweet so much stuff about Zelda where it's like, oh, did you know this thing does this if you give this thing this? And, like, as convoluted as that is, it's just, like, I say that because there's so many different things that I've seen. Like yeah, you'll never discover things like that in Horizon. Yeah, yeah no, like, I, I'm going to shoot the monster with the rope gun. Again. And then shoot yeah. it with a bow and then light it on fire. And that's fun. It is it's fun. It's genuinely yeah. fun. And it's telling me a story that is so enthralling, but it's not, like, it's not captivating me in the same way that like it's not a world to get lost yeah. in and like discover it is, things about. Yeah. but it's not you're not discovering yeah. it's at face it's taking you horizon is more yeah it's already realized it's at face value zelda is all yes. about here's this thing figure it out and like yes have that set have that moment of wonder and that moment of wow like horizon yeah. is just like here's this thing isn't it cool yeah let's move but on it is like it's it so is cool is. So yeah, I'm I'm not disparaging Horizon in any way. No, Horizon's like, some awesome. Some of my favorite parts of some of my favorite parts of Skyrim even like, and that was such a turning point for me where like I realized, I think I just like RPGs, <laughs> which obviously I don't, but I was just like, cool, I can do this for the rest of my life. I was just, like, it's like, you you walk out of a, a cave that they knew you would be in, right? Mm-hmm. They knew you were in that cave, and they knew you'd walk out at this time, and they could show you something, right? They could show a dragon yeah. fly over. They could show this beautiful valley that they spent painstaking hours creating. And, like, that's so cool, and I love that. But it sounds like Zelda is doing the same thing without... Without the hand-holding. Like, knowing there's, you're there. There is, one, yeah. there is one scripted scenic moment, and it's, like, a minute into the game. Nice. And then from then, it's just... You. What's crazy? Game. Just pan around, Marty. Pan around. It's to, literally to all put scenic. to put an end to this conversation. This game made me cry without giving me like any dialogue or any like context. It was just like, here's this place. Here's the name of what it is, and then music started playing, and I just lost it. Like, gotcha. the fact that it's able to get that out of me is just insane to me because like nostalgia is a powerful drug it is but like <laughs> it's it, awesome it's so Not cool disparagingly no no like like totally it's so cool yes. it's so cool yeah it's awesome yeah it's great so uh do we have any uh any news from this week dude any dude, deals who cares just want to leave it just there? leave it there leave it there i'm happy let me, let me Put tell a you pin here's, in it. here's the news here's the news the switch is good 
Zelda is amazing. Uh, if you ten out of ten out there, <laughs> if you're out there trying to, I mean, I'm not finished. So ten out I'm of not ten. Gonna oh, just give that, it a rating. Just do it. Out of like okay, fine, fine. Out of what I've experienced, nine point nine out of ten. Oh, Brian, get that, get that. Like the what? the durability weapons, okay. the durability weapons. It's, it's a little it's ridiculous. Getting at into times. a fight and then breaking everything and then not having anything to do. I hope that eventually I get like the master sword, and it like doesn't break, and then I can have one. It, it can't, right? I, like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it's the master, master sword. sword. <laughs> Your master sword is getting weak. Oh, it broke. But look, but look how look how rusty and like worn down it is on the cover. This is true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But but like that's that's like the only that's like the only thing. Mm. But it's such a minor thing because it's something new. Yeah. You know, like I'm just gonna embrace it and just see what it is. So that's the news from this week. That's the rant from this week. The only deal I want to bring up because it's really good. Well, okay. two of them, Rock Band Rivals. If you're interested, you can get this with a guitar for forty bucks at GameStop this week. I thought that was interesting. And then Resident Evil 7 is forty bucks on Amazon. <laughs> It seems so silly to talk about those deals after just after that. After that, we tried, Brian. If, <laughs> if you're if you're out there, don't buy rock you're band. And you're trying to get a switch or Resident Evil. I, 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 I feel your pain. It took me some some doing to get a hold of my switch because I did not pre-order one. Um, I had to. You know what I did? I had to do some things. I woke up. I got breakfast. I drove to Best Buy five minutes before they opened. Got in line, picked it up, walked out. And I did something very similar, except it involved a lot more time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I was the second person in line. They had eight switches and I got there four hours early. Oh, and you know what I did? I listened to a history podcast and played Pokemon. You nerd. For it. And, I, and you know what? I had a great time and I talked to a bunch of people, told a bunch of stories, had a bunch of memories. Helped some people sort some stuff out, which is what I like to do, which is why we started this podcast. So yes, we can help guide people in the ways. Of nerddom. So uh, with, with that, this has been episode 36 of The Platformers. Um, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate your support. You can review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, uh, which helps us. It helps more people to find the show. Um, and we want to be able to reach as many people as possible with the good word of our Lord and Savior, Link. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can find us all on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. You can find me at Shrives93, S-H-R-I-V-E-S-9-3. If you want to see me stream at any point, let me know. Or if I am streaming, I will let you know. Where are you going to be streaming, Chris? At twitch.tv slash the platformers podcast of course oh very nice very nice marty hi can they find you i'm uh i'm d-a-t can eat can listen listen i'm not even kidding i'm googling i'm googling where i can find a switch so don't worry about me i'm at d-a-t k-n-e-w brickseek.com marty brickseek brickseek.com oh i'm at dat new not brickseek.com. Thank you. Cool. Uh, so I hope that each and every one of you has a wonderful week. And until next time, uh, go out and explore the world and find something magical and new. 
At least until you and, get Zelda, uh, and then just explore that one, because the real world sucks. Actually, it's fine. <laughs> well, there yeah, you have it, great. ladies and gentlemen. There not you great. have it. So, have a great week, and until next time, we are out.